Welcome in to Chocolate Swordfish, new every Friday, starring Kyle Nutzman, Kenneth Marsubian, Brandon Reed, and David Gerard. Now streaming on seven apps. Join us. Welcome to Chocolate Swordfish, the only podcast on the internet that uses Jello as lubricant. My name is David, and we are going to be using, uh, we are going to be musing about our favorite movies for the Halloween season this week. Uh, It is going to go first me, the oldest and most handsomest of of the whole group, David. And then it's going to go to the beautiful baby boy, well, my baby boy, Brandon Reed. Then it's going to go to Kyle Newsman, fuck that guy. And then to the actual... Gerard, you got the fucking, you got the and we're going to lose Kenny than me. It really doesn't matter. Oh, it really what? No, matter. Uh, it matters. It, it matters. matters. It matters. Kyle, you <laughs> fucked the whole intro. People are well. You know what? If it doesn't Kyle. matter, then Kyle, why don't you just go first? I'll go second too, and third, and fourth. <laughs> I'll just do all yours. Do all seven of yours. <laughs> it's Kyle's top twenty-eight Halloween movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is why I never MC because you guys bust my balls. <laughs> I told you every single time. All right. So, to be fair, I can't say that on the podcast, but still. To be fair, <laughs> I'm not fair. But back to our movie selections. Uh, we are discussing our favorite Halloween films, and they are not any any particular order, or at least mine aren't. Other people may be. But we'll find out as we're going along. Uh, so first, what we're going to do is we are going to talk about why we chose our particular lists, and then we'll go into the actual lists. So the reason I chose and how I chose my particular list was I chose films that would be good to watch with a group of people, somebody that like, like a party or just like a couple of people hanging out, something a little bit more lighthearted, definitely not like super, super slashery on a lot of them, but... Some of them are pretty fucking intense. Yeah, there are some good flicks on my list. Uh, And I will kick it over to the beautiful Brandon Uh, Reed. The way I picked my movies was honestly, it was just, you know, things growing up, things that, you know, really strike a chord and a nostalgic memory of just what, you know, growing up Halloween kind of remembers to me. That's. I like it. It's a little bit across the board. It is. Is it? Ooh. <laughs> so it's all I the evocation And I will now awkwardly pass this over to the other guy that's next <laughs> below me. Was that Kyle or Kenny? Did we Kenny. figure that out? It was Kyle in my order, but apparently oh, your order was well, trash. <laughs> the way I picked my list would probably be just movies that same like nostalgic type, you know, movies that I've watched. Some of them my whole life, some being newer, but movies that I just feel are good to watch during this time of the year, you know, strike that good feeling of going out and trick or treating or whatever, you know. So that's that's how I picked my list. All right. All right, let's go over to k- 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 Kyle. A boner. <laughs> Ooh, I believe it. Movies to get a boner to. I was going to say all my I would nostalgia read that. base, but 
you and Kenny and Brandon both said that, so I had to go with something different. <laughs> I no, I said Kenny and Brandon. People. I didn't mean you, Gerard. Was a party piece. Oh, okay. Oh, I always think everything's about me. I'm so sorry. He even said Kenny and, and Brandon. <laughs> you know, Kenny and Brandon. <laughs> Where did you get your name from? Hey, I did not say nostalgia. <laughs> did somebody say Gerard? <laughs> Head goes through wall. Hey, what's up? <laughs> No, because I would have said body. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wasn't Kool Aid Man nothing but head? Or was he Whoa. nothing Diggity? but body? He could have just been a face on a body. It's very true. But this is the question of our time, really. Was Kool Aid Man a body or a head? Whoa. <laughs> Mind blown. If you win the that, hot you topics. get a new right, calendar so. of Gerard. <laughs> it's true. It's nice. It's classy. Uh, I have tassels. Oh, yeah. Spread it. <laughs> but speaking of tassels, I'm going to go into my Wow, what movie. a segue. <laughs> like that transition? <laughs> Organic. <laughs> well, how do you expect somebody to segue from tassels, you fuckers? <laughs> no, we expected you to pull it off, damn it. <laughs> tassels? Let me tell you about the tasseltariat. <laughs> I don't know. What, is, what are you going to give me with that? You could do stuff. Uh, tassel terror. All right. Run it, Gerard. All right. Don't hassle the tassels, all right? Let's go. Don't hassle the tassels. All right, so my list is going to probably start off with The Loved Ones. The Loved Ones is a fucking great movie. It's an Australian foreign horror flick. And for those of you who are familiar with the uh, show Hell on Wheels, if you have watched it, the main villain slash wonderful actress, because there are like five people in this movie, is the chick who is the prostitute with the tattoos on her chin. And yeah, she was super fucking good in this movie, guys. Like, you spend this movie being like, choke that bitch out! Headbutt the bitch! Kind of like Hard Candy when you watch it for the first time. Definitely love those. When you're like, headbutt her! <laughs> Take testicles. I know he's a fucking dick bag, but it's the only time I've ever rooted for a pedophile in a movie. Whoa. Ever. Is that hard candy? But I never. This movie is fucking torqued, guys. Like, so you start out the movie, they're in high school, Australian high school, and they're like, Good night, mate. Oh, I have teen problems. And. So this girl walks up to the main character who is this like angsty looking fucking bitch boy. I will be honest. He looks like emo supreme. I am not going to lie. But she walks up to him and is like, will you go to the dance with me? And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm going with my hot girlfriend. <laughs> and she like awkwardly shuffles away. And then he goes through some story and whatnot and gets through the movie. But then he gets to where... He's like walking in this backyard and all of a sudden out of nowhere, this fucking crazy, ugly looking guy is fucking there, hits him with a shovel, fade to black. He wakes up tied to a fucking chair and yeah, tied to a fucking chair in the fucking shy girl who awkwardly asked him to the dances like kitchen. 
And apparently it's her dressed up all in a like a prom dress type deal. And then her creepy, crazy fucking dad, apparently, who was You're the guy going who to the dance with, with my dad. And this woman. Much. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is where this is going in the worst possible way. <laughs> like, oh, man, what they do to this poor kid. Because he was like, sorry, I have a girlfriend. I'm going to go with her. They, like, tie him to the chair, and they just start fucking torturing him throughout this movie. Like, utterly torture. One of the, like, I don't want to spoil it, but one of, like, the, like, most brutal parts is they're sitting there, and he's sitting there yelling and screaming, and she walks over with a syringe full of Drano and injects Whoa. it into his throat. Ooh. Uh, clear them pipes, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. And so he starts sounding like this gravelly, rascally animal throughout the movie as he's trying to get the fuck away and deal with these people. I'm not going to spoil any more of the movie, but it is so worthwhile. It is a super intense ride. You, like, start out mildly hating the kid for being so emo, but as the movie progresses, you're like, yeah, fucking do it, buddy! You can do it! You're a badass! Nice. They make you hate the main character, so you cheer for him later. It's an amazing transformation. Yeah, it sounds like at first you're feeling bad for her. She didn't go to the prom, but then you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Jeffrey Maybe Dahmer. you shouldn't have went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. And, like, where the story actually goes, it gets even more torqued than that. Because apparently he's not the first boy she's ever oh. asked to a dance. I'll leave it, it at that. It happened in junior high? I will leave it at that, sir. It is so good. Movies. All right, I'm going to throw this over to Brandon, and we're going to start his list of nostalgia. Uh, honestly, I'm going to start off with uh, the '90s cult classic Scream. Uh, I watched this. Yeah, I, I I very thoroughly enjoy this movie. I honestly, I watch it every year. It's uh, kind of a, a tradition for me. It's it's the, the the series got a little way itself, but I mean, scream the hey, first man. scream. Jay and Silent Bob was in it. How do you not love that franchise? Jay <laughs> <laughs> and Silent Bob was in that movie. Those movies, what the crap? <laughs> They're always a fine addition, but I mean, this movie terrified me when I was little, and I also think it. Uh, I I I. I think it sparked my interest for the horror slash thriller genre. Dude. I mean, yeah, that was, was a, one of the so best good. slashers. He was. He especially hell because, yeah, he was. Just, like, especially because he was two slashers. That was the beauty of that uh -huh. film. It's like, oh no, the twist. It was also, really just two it, different it minds. It did blow your mind the first time you see it. You're like, oh fuck! Correct. And it like, really oh, like yeah. it. It kind of pulled the veil on like just how you, uh, Ghostface always had the feeling that like if you were being stalked by him, like he was everywhere. Like you could, you really truly never knew if he was even in the same room that you've been in for ten minutes, and then he's here or he's there. Like he's in front of you, and you you gotta go. That's. I thought I, I could go on and on about Scream. That's honestly one of the reasons I love it too. Is like it's almost like they made him seem like he's a supernatural like force. But yeah, he's not. but he was yeah. he was just a, no, a dude. That, 
two that dudes. That main character chick definitely like starts fucking him up towards later in the series. Oh yeah, man, she fuck. Oh man, she is a great heroine character. Correct, she's a beast, an utter beast. She gets a gore. I think think Nev Campbell played her amazing. She did. I love Nev Campbell. She is fucking awesome. On my crush list. Every time yeah, she's up there with Jamie Lee Curtis, and she's fucking like, absolutely, she's definitely believable when she's kicking that ghost face ass too. Oh yes, correct. The, the deaths, the fight scenes. I could honestly like i I could go on. I could go on with this movie. Oh and man, that's just I the bring up one thing that was great throughout all the movies. Ghostface was always such a like insulting, sarcastic. Yes, he was. He was very condescending. Yes, he was very condescending. He 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 made pretty much everybody he stalked feel like helpless prey. Every single, just dumb, helpless prey. Every single one of them. (laughs) And all of them went with the general theme of trying to be famous through killing. Correct. <laughs> Correct. But trying to play the victim in it all. If this movie was like, let's say, twenty years later, they would just have made it on YouTube. They would have just been like, "Oh yeah, he's trying to be a YouTube star." But this is so much better because it was in the time of like print media. Because yes. they're like, "We're gonna be yes. famous. <laughs> We're gonna make books." Yeah, correct. <laughs> Courtney Cox writes a fucking <laughs> Those book. About it. Making books. <laughs> what the fuck's a book? <laughs> is it on Audible? Oh, you looks mean on paper tablet. Google, paper Google, of course. Yeah. <laughs> if it's on, on, on Audible, it's not worth my fucking time. Oh my gosh! All right, I think this means right. go over to my personal Kenny. Kenny. All right, my pick for number seven. Is going to be Halloween Town, Calabar. Oh, yes. Yes. Classic. Yes. That's got real. Right, Bro, yeah. the Halloween party. Who doesn't DNA like Halloween best. Town? Exactly. Man, Come that's on. a made for TV movie, but our generation is like, yeah, <laughs> Halloween Town. Absolutely. The magic that movie creates, man, when you're a little kid, I just feel like there's just nothing like Bro, it, really. You I mean, go to Halloween Town. Exactly. It felt so real. Like it did, it actually even did though have like you look at graphics it, for the time. Yeah, and it was like the costumes are like not believable. But except, you still no it. exception, puppeteering every time. Fucking the cabbie is the best Dude, part of even that movie. the even in the oh, first one. Betty, Betty. <laughs> he always had the perfect one-liners. Benny is the perfect cabbie. Even, even the first one though, when they show that ghost in the steamer. Oh, you fucking look legit. Yes. Yeah, when they got to collect the sweat of a ghost and the hair of a werewolf. Uh They go to the freaking, what is it, hair salon? It's all cut. Yeah, Yeah, I'll cut the werewolf's hair like all crazy as shit. Got that almost like Power Rangers camera feel on it. But yeah, man, I mean, that's it's honestly like up until the fourth one, I believe those movies are pretty damn good. They were, I think they were four. And I, I, yeah. I believe the fourth wasn't even with the uh, the same girl. Uh, no. played Marnie. Yeah, it was, yeah, no. it was a chick from Gilmore Girls. She replaced her. In the oh, fourth that's one. true. It's called like Return to Halloween yeah. Town. Is what it was called. It was the was same in, brother though. So it's Marnie Alexis was in the third one, the high school one. And that's that the one, one where his brother's like a warlock, you know. 
and like he's training. I forgot in the last one her brother was like basically taking over for Caliber or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, those movies are great. But that uh, that Halloween right, party son. scene always gets me in Calabar's Revenge. Yeah, dude, I, I just love this. Like, honestly, the first and second one, just something about them, you know, it's just really fucking classic. Dude, just that I absolutely agree. But Wonder House number seven. For my number seven, I got to pick 13 Ghosts. Ooh, that's a good one. All right. Man, 13 Ghosts is something I saw when I was like 10 years old and it blew my fucking mind. That one was brutal. That one still makes me uncomfortable at parts. Like, no lie. The bathroom scene. Oh, yeah. No, the the giant baby ghost. Oh, that one. That was always that and the birdcage chick. I always thought oh, the jackal. Or I always thought uh Juggernaut and the sledgehammer guy were like kinda cool. I don't know why. That like I really feel like that could have been the best reality show if they did it right. <laughs> They're getting murder ghosts because the house was all like glass and shit. Yeah. They get like really petty ghosts. Well it was like, like all murder ghosts. It was all murder ghosts <laughs> and what's his head? That one dude's wife. <laughs> like Correct, and then we broadcast it on the internet 24 7. Sold. Million dollars. (laughs) Honestly, though, the first time you see that movie, you don't suspect that one coming, really. No, it blows your mind at the end. Yeah. Every time I see the psychic guy, I'm always like, it's it's, uh, SLC Pump. Yeah. Yeah. It's SLC Pump. Oh, my God. Who who stars in that movie? Uh, dude, Tony Shalhoub. Totally Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> <laughs> that's the precursor to Monk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's how his wife dies. Oh my God. Oh, no. <laughs> Spoilers. That's how Monk's wife died. And it's all just a repressed memory that caused him so much severe trauma. It triggered OCD and germophobia. He's the only one who lived. He just that baby goes, forgot about it. was like kids. no more germs ever. That's why the sight of blood freaks him out. Oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, the scene that always got me on that one was the lawyer dude who's like trying to rob him in the beginning and he gets cut in half by the glass. Yes. Where his body just slides down, dude, and you can like see the inside. Oh, think about yeah. moving to that house with a bunch Anytime of like with a freaking ghost person. Oh, yeah. Like, just think about, it. like, your dad's like, yo, we're moving to this house, and you find fucking ghost prison in the basement. You're like, where the fuck, who lists this shit? I would just freaking, I mean, <laughs> I'd drop my scooter. Is this why we couldn't get a pool? <laughs> I was like, someone must have spent millions on this house. How much did you buy this for? Like, for real. Dad, I don't want to say you're a piece of shit that works at a big box store. But you're a piece of shit that works at a big box store. <laughs> How did we get this? Well, that's the thing. That was their uncle. That was his like uncle. So he oh, that's it. right. Remember, he left it to him because yes. specifically, oh, yeah. was, oh, trying to yeah. like, was it he trying to resurrect yeah. himself or some shit? He was trying to live forever. Yeah. Something. Well, no, he never technically died. Yeah, yeah. he never technically they faked his death. Yeah, remember? he's trying to live film? forever because in the beginning they like are capturing Juggernaut and he's like throwing the people around, like fucking up the cars yeah. and shit. Which Juggernaut yeah, was a straight up badass, bro. Which leads me to another badass killing the begin where the guy gets sucked into the car and folded in half, bro. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
nasty. Oh, dude, the movie is. All right. Well, with 13 goes, on to Gerard for your number six. All right. All right. So this next one, once again, I'm doing something you guys probably haven't seen. <laughs> it is a great party piece. It is great to watch with people because it's just super fucking ridiculous. It is called Lesbian Vampire Killers. Question. Do they tell the girls <laughs> they'll see him next month? Yes. <laughs> yeah. First you had my curiosity. <laughs> now you have my erection. Proceed. <laughs> All right. So this film, it stars James Corden. Yes, yes. James Corden of the... Jeff uh, no. James Corden, the guy who replaced Craig Ferguson on The Late Late Show. Ah, okay. All right. So, big, funny, British guy. This movie is based in England, and basically these two guys are like, oh, buddy, you just broke up with your girlfriend. You need to get out there and get into someone. James Corden, of course, doing the British fanny, the jog-on sign while he's saying this. And He's like, yeah, let's do that. Let's go on a trip. Then they realize they're fucking broke. They're like, oh, yeah, we can't go on a trip. So the one who just woke up and got out of a relationship is like, oh, we'll go hiking across uh, the country. It'll be an adventure. And, of course, the fat one, like myself, is like, you're fucking high. You're going to try to make my fat ass hike across the country. (laughs) (laughs) Where did the lesbians come into play? That is the root word, right? Yes. I'm still waiting for the lesbians to come in. We're getting there. We're getting there. So as they finally go on their hike into a town that they chose on a dartboard, which is called Clitoris (laughs) of all places. (laughs) 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 It is something very obviously, like overtly, not that. But so they're walking and whatnot. And of course, they happen to come across a bunch of super hot ladies on a trip from Germany for a a college study program. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. And it's like, what the crap? Oh, my God. And they're super beautiful, super German. And they apparently are all going to the same like in hotel Airbnb bullshit. Just so happen to meet each other at all. At all, but it is all set up in a very like camp, tongue in cheek kind of way. So imagine a very like Scooby Doo British horror movie. Imagine British Scooby. Do you say it's comedy horror? Yes, it's very okay. solidly comedy. Oh, I was gonna horror. say it definitely sounds like it. Correct. So they get to where they're going, and everybody Best starts guy. having a grand old time. And the fat guy's like, "I'm gonna get some action from the skanky German, who's the stoner." And everybody's like, oh, the fat British guy's going to get some action from the skanky stoner. So they kind of like start walking away. So apparently this Airbnb slash super cheap motel that happens to look like a giant fucking gothic castle (laughs) is apparently the home of like uh, Marie Bathory, if you know who that was. The blood counted. But somehow she was living in England. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds intense. Okay. It's <laughs> a lot to take in. I know. I'm still waiting right. for the lesbians. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 tons of virgins and whatnot, but before she killed virgins, and this is all animated, she seduced them. Oh, so she was trying she to get them hymens. Correct. She was correct, like the correct. hymen fairy. And she rubs the, the blood on her. It was the fairy yeah, of the hymen. Exactly. Yes, indeed. The so she hymen fairy. Yeah. The hymen fairy. <laughs> so there, James Corden's about to get down with fucking whatchamacallit, skanky German girl, and then the vampires attack. About damn time. <laughs> Correct. And it all happens to be hot ladies. And you're like, what the shit? Sounds like I a mean, classic. why did they live their life like this? They could just hit chicks when they're like on their periods, get a little drinky <laughs> drink. I mean, they're lesbians anyway. Because the thrill is the kill, okay? Bro, why <laughs> they got do people dirty like this? And it's a twofer. <laughs> Apparently, Marie Bathory is like damning all men to not have hot ladies. That's like why she's evil in the movie. She's like, I'm <laughs> this lady here. Who hurt her? Yeah. Correct. Well, apparently the village men. <laughs> she apparently got murked by the village men. So now she takes all the hot ladies that wander into this giant. <laughs> so they're sitting there and they go, or they're under siege, but the best part of the movie is when you see the first vampire kill because Skanky Stoner, German, gets turned and she's running at them. And the fat guy is freaking out and like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Trips, grabs a chair leg, she falls on top of him, and she explodes, not into a blood fountain, to a white, viscous, liquid fountain. Whoa. Yes. Wait, so, wait, into That's a white, insane. viscous fountain? Yeah, she explodes. So she, she, like, turns pops jizz. It's not jizz. It looks like Pantene Pro-V. Okay. But she explodes into Pantene Pro-V. Okay. And it is... <laughs> That's like, not insane or nothing. Correct. So basically throughout the movie, everybody starts getting knocked off and whatnot. And it's just turns into this like orgy of cutscenes and then vaccines and lesbian vampires and then exploding nonstop and like a very like killer's music video way. <laughs> Were they singing Mr. Brightside when this happened? I wish. <laughs> you know who the killers are? It's probably not true, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> so this entire film is like poignantly summed up by the Fletchman, which is James Gordon's character, where he's like, oh my god, the vampires! And they're lesbian, which proves <laughs> that dead woman would rather fuck each other than me. And I was dying. Fucking damn. The whole movie is <laughs> worth it. The dude was hella the, sold. Damn. They allude to a sequel of Gay Werewolves, which made me fucking die. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Is there just like a straight lichen? Yes, correct. The end credit is a werewolf outline howling at the moon, but the werewolf, instead of like clawing, has a limp claw. (laughs) 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 They never made a sequel. He's just got a Mr. Burns claw. Grab my (laughs) explosion. 
I'm gonna send it over to Brandon. All right. Well, uh, my next step, my number six, is again something with a nostalgia feel for me. Uh, This movie was released in 1993, and it's uh, pretty popular. Uh, It's The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's uh, yeah. It's this this movie is pretty much it's carried on to me in adulthood. I still watch this. I'm I I I I love this movie. Somewhat absolute classic. It's it is. I would I would class I would classify it as well with with the duality of a Christmas movie. It is. You could really watch it for uh, Halloween or Christmas. Two months. Yeah. Oh, we lost our own. Cut. Only one fifteen. We cut and we pick up there at the duality. <laughs> I was gonna say I have a little. I actually just got Jack a new version of the book. Oh, they made a book. Yeah, they actually oh, actually have. He is. Actually, I have. Uh, what should I call it? I bought him a hard copy of the book like years ago and then I got him another one because I made a better edition of it. Nice. Dude, the art in it's really cool. You'll have to send me some uh, some snaps. I will. Take a look at that sometime. I will. You would like it. It's fucking cool as shit. Yeah, definitely. The new version came with a fucking disc of the movie too so that was pretty shit. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I went to uh, message. It really does. Just, I mean, bro, oogie boogie. Class. Yeah. Just do what makes you happy. Correct. Not even what makes you happy. It's just like be yourself, dog. Don't like it try is. to be anybody else. Just be you. Don't, Jack don't Skellington was people. sick of the spoopy, bro. He wanted some fucking joy in his life, and he went and got it. He wanted Correct. to be happy. He That's wanted good. to be happy. He tried, but he was like, "Gotta be true to myself." It's kind of the opposite of a lot of stuff where people try to go from happy to edgy. <laughs> yeah, truth. But you know, if you think about it, the whole Christmas aspect of him going was really just kind of like a a bit of a venture to find himself, really. Because after he realized that, you know, this, this is too much for him, like, that's not what he was there for. Yeah, he used oh that God. knowledge and everything he had learned along the way for 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 innovation and for what his true purpose is, and he used it to drive him along for you know what his original passion. He he found his spark again. Oh yeah, and he went. Oh my God! I just had the side. realization. Oh, correct. I just had the realization that that movie is literally just a dead guy's mid afterlife crisis <laughs> oh well dude don't you or what you call it didn't do you ever hear like the theory where it's uh corpse bride it, like after it's frank and weenie frank yeah. and weenie is jack Skellington as a little boy yes and, he and then corpse bride and then jack skellington 
And then it goes to James and the Giant Peach. Oh, dude, I love that movie so much. So that much. brings back so much nostalgic feelings of watching the fish heads. The yeah. fish head. Dude, his aunts were such bitches, bro. Dude, they were straight, legitimately scary. Dude, they were, were. You were like, damn, if my parents die, I gotta go live with something like that. <laughs> I was yeah. scared of the rhino. They wouldn't even let they wouldn't even let little homeboy eat a peach, bro. <laughs> like, they went ham on it. They smacked his ass and took it from him. Got all crazy about it. They were murder happy. Right Do you think that they actually replaced that shark that was making the fish heads? Or do you think there were like multiple ones of them? That's true. I never thought about that. Because I mean, if you think about it, that shark that we found, that shark that was making the fish heads was a complete like corporation. Oh god. Like Yeah, truth. So there had to be more than one. There had oh, to be. Yeah. For profitability. You did not mean to blow my mind. <laughs> that shit happens all the time. God damn. You had my interest. Now you have my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Nightmare Before Christmas. Again, like, I, 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 I'm 29 years old. I, I, if I still see something Nightmare Before Christmas and I like it, I'm going to buy it. Hell yeah. It's something that's gonna go with me and and my kids or my like my my family wherever wherever it goes it'll be there. So with that, I'm gonna pass it on over to Kenny. All right, get into my number six spot. It was uh, actually a movie I just recently watched. It's uh, fairly new. I think it came out this year, but uh, I really enjoyed it very thoroughly. Uh, it's called Mandy. It's uh, starring Nicolas Cage. But it's basically the premise of this is uh, he's got this like girlfriend and he's like got pretty much like a just kind of chill life. He lives like on like, a, I don't know, like a rural area with like and he's like a lumberjack pretty much oh, and just like living life with his girl. And then basically like his girls, I don't know, she's kind of like gothic, got this like gothic feel to her. And like basically she's walking one day down the woods to go home. And, like, this mysterious van passes with, like, this, like, group of uh, just, like, weird-looking people, man. Like, a straight cult-type feeling. And they pass her, and it's, like, dude, like, straight staring at her, you know, hardcore. Well, then it basically cuts to, like, the next night. Fucking, it shows that cult again, and the guy's like, I need that girl. I need her. Cult's always the creepiest. Yeah, so, like... Basically, what happens is it shows you, like, these people are, like, I don't know. You can't really tell what they are. They seem like they're, like, Catholic and shit at first. But then all of a sudden, his, like, main disciple straight, like, takes this, like, weird horn, goes outside and blows it. And all of a sudden, like, it cuts into, like, some crazy demonic shit. It's like Mad Max. It's fucking hell They summon, like, this cult literally summons a de- demonic fucking biker squad of like hellraiser type characters bro that come out of nowhere they just start like riding this guy like turns red and they just start riding like show up to this fucking cult's like fucking compound and are like and then basically the cult leader's like you know gives them the mission to fucking go retrieve this chick well it fucking basically wakes it's uh nicholas cage just waking up to these fools like literally in his house what the and fuck? they fucking 
Oh yeah. And they fucking basically like tie him up with barbed wire and watch as they straight fucking like torment his girl fucking Ooh. basically. Yeah. And then they straight burn her alive. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's where, like, yeah. And then they just leave him straight there. And that's where the movie like takes a turn. It's like a straight crazy revenge story, bro. Oh, about sick. like Nicolas Cage going ape shit, dude. Like, and if you know Nicolas Cage, you know he gets fucking fairly like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Running around oh, yeah. bear punching Bro, you fucking got a bikers and women. Eagle coming after you now, cult motherfuckers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he will drive so, like, angry into your asshole. He's an American him. and Chinese treasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It straight cuts to him forging a fucking weapon of hell, bro. Like, this insane fucking scythe-like looking thing, bro. And him just, like, straight going on a rampage, bro. Hunting these demons down. And fucking... That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's intense. And it's, like, super grindhouse-y. I would watch the shit out of that. Mandy? Yeah, it's called Mandy. Yeah. I need to see this now, shit. (laughs) And honestly, it's like a lot of people are raving about it. It hasn't got a lot of press, so like not a lot of people know about it. But everybody's like, honestly, probably one of Nicholas Cage's best. If they don't play the song "Oh Mandy," I will be disappointed. Oh no, the soundtrack is insane, dude. It's like Tron meets fucking Hellraiser. I'm telling you, bro, it's insane. Super synth with a little bit of that crazy with With the theremin. Oh, it's it's nuts, bro. But definitely, I would I would recommend it for a good fucking horror watch, you know, for this time of year. So that's why it's my number six spot. On to Kai Lark, the Great, for his number six. You know, my number six is something I watched this year, also, like four months ago. It was a movie I was waiting for for a while since I saw the trailer, but I didn't watch it until I hit Hulu, and that is Tragedy Girls. I'm unfamiliar. It kind of goes around like the theme, like Scream does, with getting famous off murders. All right. And like, okay, okay. Yeah, the whole thing starts out with like two teenage girls that run a blog about like murders and serial killers and shit. And like the beginning's wild because at first you think like it's just this crazy ass like Jason or not Jason, more like Michael Myers, like serial killer going after this high school girl. And all of a sudden, while he's running, he hits some freaking fish wire and like it basically like chokes him out and knocks his ass out. And he wakes up tied up with these two fucking teenage girls, basically forcing him to teach him how to be serial killers. (laughs) <laughs> what I love about that is uh, isn't it isn't it Pita Bread from fucking Hunger Games? Yes, he is in it, bro. <laughs> he plays Straight he more. plays like the super douchey kid that has a thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah, and so like he, uh, he used to be one famous. of the girls' boyfriends, and they're like fucking hella jealous of him and shit. But like basically, <laughs> the whole really thing revo- and Craig Robinson's in it too. Oh, Craig. Gotta love Craig. He plays like a dad that's all fucking freaked out about the serial killing, so he starts a militia. (laughs) And little (laughs) does he know he's just trying to hunt down these two freaking teenage girls. But they also play (laughs) off like this weird like psychotic relationship with each other where like, I don't know. It's like, I have a torn 
I have a term for this. I have a term for this. Horror movies where, like, two people, that, uh, two women that are just, like, super murdery that feed their murdery urges. Yes. I like to call this a horrorborus. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the whole thing. A murdery horrorborus. Yeah, it feeds into it infinitely. It's a cycle of suck ass and dude. Honestly, bitches. their relationship, like freaking what you call it, is like mesmerizing though throughout the movie. Oh man, I would watch that. That sounds intense. I love a good movie dude, where the serial oh. killer is somebody that you're like, oh man. Well, it's like, it's the, like whole thing, the whole time you're following the serial killer, so it's not really like a question of who it is and like who's the slasher or whatnot. Well, I more <laughs> as mean like it's not your normal serial killer. Dude, Two uh, teenage girls, as a hell biker gang. I can get <laughs> fucking. Like the loved ones, teenage girl murderers are always the best because you're like, oh, there's some rage and angst and well, ugh, dude, in there. Yeah, they're doing the whole thing just so they'll get views on their page about the serial killings because they're basically <laughs> posting stuff like exactly how it happened and shit. So like they're getting media attention from it. And like as a spoiler, the first kill they do is the freaking pita bread for fucking Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> and he was actually one of the girl's ex-boyfriends and they just freaking viciously kill his ass dude on the side of the road basically like leave him there to be found man I'm, I need to watch this I saw it on Netflix and I was iffy on it but you sold me dude it's it's really good I would definitely recommend watching it oh yeah it's definitely worth it but with it's that, like a modern day Heathers pretty much. with that I'll pass it on to our natural born tragedy Gerard <laughs> Ooh, so right now I'm kind of deliberating on which one I want to put here just because I've done uh, a couple of horror comedies, a couple of like horrors that were a little bit more humorous. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Guillermo del Toro's Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. This that movie already came out. Yeah, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark's been out since 2010. Really? Oh, don't be yeah. afraid of the. You're thinking. I'm thinking of uh, his new movie coming out. Yes, yes, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> so no, this movie it actually has Katie Holmes of all fucking pe- people and Guy Pierce. For those of oh, you yeah. who are film buff people, Guy Pierce is the guy from Memento and the epic space knockoff of Escape from New York, uh, Lockout. Oh, jeez. That <sighs> movie. Yeah, that main character. That handsome son of a bitch. No, so basically, That's a good movie. I completely forgot good. about the movie, actually. Everybody does, because it's a ripoff of Escape from New York. But we won't go there right now. There will be a whole <laughs> controversial cast about that. Snake for president. <laughs> no, they got sued. They got sued, Did guys. they really get sued? Lock- yeah, Luke Lockout got sued. The director and writers got sued. The studio got sued for making a shot-for-shot remake. Of Escape for New York, That's and amazing. they won. The, they they won. The Escape from New York people won. That's amazing. Did he say the line? No, he didn't say the line. But everything like was how just... it was set up and paced was that movie, and I was like, "Ooh." That's bad. If you actually win that lawsuit, you know they just admitted guilt. Like, goddamn. Correct. All right. So, 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 don't be afraid of the dark. 
So Guy Pierce and Katie Holmes are married. This is Guy Pierce's second marriage. Katie Holmes is the new young wife. He's a successful architect, and he has a little girl. And they're moving into this like really ancient house, like uh, think like rose red, but like oh, I love that. Oh, we lost Ooh, someone. But like what? Goddamn, I love, I love Rose Red too. Goddamn. Rose Red was really good. Yeah, I almost put that on my list, but it's kind of, it's a mini series, but oh, I mean like I'm you back. watch it movie style. Hi back. I'm back. <laughs> I was saying, Gerard, it's weird you mentioned Rose Red because I almost put that on my list. <laughs> oh yeah, Rose Red is good. Like low key, Rose Red is really good. Honorable mention of the cast, Rose Red. Hey, Marnie was in it. And ties, yeah, exactly. Was I was she? Say, ties in the Halloween town. <laughs> oh, right. I did not even realize that. Yeah, she was the fucking little girl yeah. in it. She was, ro- wow. she was, yeah, she was the like telekinetic chick. Yeah, dude, that whole movie, and then you finally realize that's where Scary Movie Two got its old premise. Oh man, <laughs> so the they move into this rose red style house fucking ancient and old of course has the codgery uh harboring groundskeepers like oh don't be doing stuff in the house girl <laughs> <laughs> willie willie's out there yes pretty much willie is out house. there correct so they're all around the house and they're remodeling and whatnot and this little girl's playing, and she somehow like stumbles or falls. That's never a good thing. Don't yes, bring never. creepy old houses. Don't let children play ever, kids. <laughs> never let children play. At least oh, I thought good. you said pray. I was like, that's even worse. No, no, not praying. Never play. let little kids pray in creepy houses. Always ends bad. <laughs> Correct. So she falls through this wall, and apparently, uh, there's like a basement door in this like hollowed out wall and it's this fucking giant looking creepy ultra ornate door to the basement yes. and so the, the uh, is basements yes it is uh, so what happens is the dad being an architect trying to like flip this house and save his career is like oh, oh if there's a basement we can do this and that, it'll up the value. Blah, 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 blah. I'm Guy Pierce. I'm handsome. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Guy Pierce. <laughs> and so they go down there and they find out that this guy was like the dude who initially built the house, who was a successful architect that went mad, like getting crazy, apparently. And he lost all of his children. They died very suddenly and it like drove him to insanity, is what people were saying. So they're letting walking through the basement and whatnot, and they like walk away. And little girls down in the basement, just down in the basement, like little girls are supposed to be. And she sees a giant yeah. metal Staring in the dark. Yep, <laughs> yes. she sees a giant metal. Flu. Every parent lets their kids play with stairs in the dark. Correct. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Only the good ones. Well, it wasn't dark. They found out that uh, there was like a solarium part to the basement, weirdly enough. It's a really neat looking basement. It has like a half glass ceiling that yeah. is like covered by brush. I was going to say, that sounds extremely dangerous. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but I hope there's not a storm. Yeah, for <laughs> real. I hope a tree doesn't fall over on all this glass in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like basements are supposed to protect you from things like tornadoes. Not when you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you just put a pool table and a freaking pocket pussy down there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Holy jacket. Not even a TV to like watch anything with the pocket pussy. Just the pocket pussy. No, he's got penthouse from the 70s down there. He's classy, okay? <laughs> so she hears whispering out of this metal flu and is like, oh, I, I don't know what the heck that is. And they're like, Always follow the creepy voices that say help us. Yeah, correct. (laughs) Stuff like that. And it's super like, what the fuck? uh... So she opens the flu like a genius. And all of a sudden, stuff just starts skittering. And she's like, starts screaming and yelling and whatnot. (laughs) That's how ghost cockroaches. Correct. So, of course, as the movie progresses. So as the movie progresses, of course, like tons of creepy shit and skittering is happening around the house. And of course, you're hearing the, oh, they don't love you. <laughs> they don't love you. You should come be friends with us. Well, I, I never oh, understand why people in these movies are like, oh, damn, this voice, is, pressure this voice is right. Your parents don't love you. <laughs> this voice Correct. is so, this voice well, in this my head kid, so legit. This kid is like, Eight, and her parents just got divorced. The most vulnerable of fucking oh, people, yeah. like eight-year-old oh, divorce kid. So yeah, right. More like he's stoked two Christmases. It's, it's a little girl. <laughs> she humbles. She's not she... like us. You're, you're right. I hate my parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is like they're a bunch of jackasses anyway. So <laughs> she, of course, is like realizing that these evil little shits aren't her friends. So she's trying to tell, like, the stepmom came home. And she's like, they're trying to hurt me. They say you don't love me. They say they don't you. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, Guy Pierce is like, (laughs) no, Guy Pierce is like, her real dad is like, what? I'm a successful architect. I don't have time for this. I have money invested in this. I have to go look at swatches and shit. Yeah. And, yeah. and Katie Holmes is like, yo, you should probably listen to your fucking kid trying to be the cool new stepmom. And she, he's like, no, 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 you're just full of woman. And just kind of like brushes her off. She's like, you're Tom Cruising me. I was going to say, even oh. in movies, she's married to Tom Cruise. Like. Dude, I think I've seen this. And I specifically remember, like, at first, it was creepy because they were like, like you said, befriended her almost in a sense, and then yeah. like kind of like fucked with her like at first, like jokingly, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, they yeah. start fucking with her. So of course, stepmom being a BA and awesome starts investigating. She goes down to the basement, starts looking around, clearing stuff off, and she finds like a little in that little flu area, like a. a tray filled with teeth like a tray just filled with teeth inside the little flu thing and she's like what the fuck and so she turns around and is looking around stuff she gets like a big light down there because like I said the solarium part is covered by like tree overgrowth 
And so she has like one of those shop lights and she sees this giant tarp against the wall that she didn't see. <laughs> no before. one noticed just a giant tarp. Well, it's a basement. It's old. Yeah. Thing. I mean, you would think if you just bought a house and you were trying to flip it, you would inspect every inch of it to make sure. Well, from Harry Potter. No, it was hidden <laughs> behind the wall. I'm good at flipping houses. I don't even look at these shits. And, well, it wasn't on the blueprints in the movie and it was hidden behind a wall. Uh, okay, there's a false wall. Yeah, correct. They built over the wall as if to hide what was ever down there. <laughs> so, uh, mom, the stepmom starts investigating. She pulls the giant fucking sheet, and she sees the creepiest possible picture of this fucking giant gnarled tree grabbing this child spread eagle style by the limbs <laughs> what? and shoving it down a hole oh, where these little no, eyes no, are. No. And it turns what out the crazy you? architect fucking painted it when he lost his shit. You straight talking about he... tree rape? Like... No, I'm talking about tree sacrifice. Oh, okay. Whoa. Yeah. So she goes to her local library to find out about the dude. And uh, apparently he was an artist as well as an architect. And the fucking crazy thing about it is, like, they're talking about it. And they're like, yeah, he went mad and stuff like that. But he said that uh, tooth fairies were what was responsible initially for uh, taking his kids. Uh, talked a lot about fairies. Are you familiar with Arthur Macon and stuff like that? He's a contemporary of H.P. Lovecraft. And he wrote a lot about fairy folk, and they start going into the history of like dark fairies. Yeah, like creeper like, fairies. They talk about like uh, I don't know if this is actually yeah, part they of eat like the teeth and shit. Correct. Yeah, they like eat children to get at the calcium in their teeth. Cowboy yeah. fairies. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, but like super, super fucked up. And so she leaves, and she's like. Uh, so do I just have to believe that there are fucking fairies trying to eat my stepdaughter? <laughs> and she goes and she's like, well, I think something creepy's going on in this house to Guy Pearson. He's like, I have all the money sunk into this house. There's no way we're fucking leaving because my daughter's wigging the fuck Ten out. Minutes before he's, he's like, I'm rich. Correct, exactly. I have no money. <laughs> Correct. He's like, oh... We need to have this party that's in a couple of weeks be successful. I like how she sees this creepy ass painting and she's just like, maybe something weird's going on. I'm still not Correct. sure. Find a tray of teeth. <laughs> she's just like, sacrifice tree is kind of normal sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and so as the movie progresses, it just gets more and more just like subtly torqued that these things are probably going to eat this fucking little girl. Like, you're all like, oh, am I going to watch a little girl get dragged down Man, a fucking they, they let this go on way too long. Correct. And so they are trying to have this gala thing that her dad's like trying to debut the house to all these important like artsy fartsy high architect types to like restore his career, basically. Mr. And Brooklyn. so, yes, exactly. So he's like yelling at the daughter, be normal, don't do this, don't do that. Here's a camera, go do things, take pictures of the party guests. And of course, these little things are fucking with her, hiding in the shadows. Mm. Like, at the party. So she's taking photographs because they don't like light. And apparently she like knocks over something and screams and causes a huge scene. 
and the dad loses his shit and like shuts down the party early. Is like, oh, why would you do that? Blah 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 Guy blah. Pierce, such a bitch. God damn. Yeah, correct. And so Katie Holmes is basically like stand up. Mom's like, listen, you're being a dickhead. Something weird's going on here. We need to get her and get the fuck out this bitch. And he's like, no, I have too much money invested in it. Blah God blah 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 blah. Yeah. Well, let's all go to bed. <laughs> That's definitely what you do. Just go to your separate room. He, I'm going to lock your door while I'm at it. He does. He's basically just like, he yo, you know I want this bitch to die. Like... Correct. So they're doing that and whatnot. And of course, they start coming for the little girl. She's screaming and whatnot. And Katie Holmes is like, uh, Guy Pierce storms out to go fucking get a pack of smokes, like the piece of shit that he is. He never comes back. Dude, he's getting change. He wants to put a five under her pillow. <laughs> she needs to make some money. Oh, she's going to lose some teeth. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so they're chasing her, and Katie Holmes is, of course, like wigging the fuck out and whatnot. And all of a sudden, these little fairy people that are the creepiest looking little, like, hunched over rat, fucking fat pop belly bastards are like wielding like broken apart scissors and knives steak knives and shit and like nails and primitive weapons and chasing this little girl correct and there's like probably close to like a dozen of them and they're probably I want to say like up to like mid shin in size so they're quick they're tiny and quick and there's a lot of them and so they're sitting there going after a little girl. Katie Holmes is trying to save her and whatnot. And uh, so Katie Holmes basically whips ass off of all these fucking creepy little tooth fairy fucks and gets the little girl and like runs out and whatnot. And so little girl, she gets out of the house. Guy Pierce is there and is like, what the hell is going on? She's like, we're getting out of this house. We're not coming back. Blah, 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 blah. And the little girl's like weeping. It's like, I'm scared. We need to leave. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, we're going back inside. You both are being ridiculous. And she's like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, I'll go inside and show you. And of course, uh, Katie Holmes is like, little girl, go to the car. We're fucking leaving. You can stay your dumb fucking ass here. Fuck you, guys. <laughs> and he's like, no, just come in here and see that there's nothing in there. So they both go in and whatnot, and they're walking around, and he's just like, see, nothing happened, and he starts walking back towards the door. He opens the door, the little girl's standing right there, and Katie Holmes, like, trips on, like, what looks like a fucking rope sling that grabs her by the ankle and starts dragging her down the fucking pavement. And he's fucking chasing after her, like, what the fuck did I just see? You see her getting dragged (laughs) down the Correct. Drag down the stairs. If you don't want to know what this is, skip ahead like four or five minutes to get to the next point. But drag down the stairs across the basement floor through the fucking chimney flue. This thing is like the size of half the size of a laptop. Like small square thing. Her leg bends in fucking half. Her arms and shit break. You hear it. You hear the twist and crunch, and then all of a sudden she's just like, wait, help, and gets sucked down. A fucking <laughs> cave hole. 
that's in this fucking flu. Make that sound. Holy shit. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, uh, I felt like I watched thing. this movie now. <laughs> 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 like, tell me the whole thing. So everything goes on. That's why I said spoilers, because I had to say Jesus this film. Christ. This film is so worth a lot. It's a lot to take. So in. correct, Guy Pierce sees this whole shit happen and the little girl just saw her fucking stepmom that was on her side get fucking sucked to hell. And so the next shot is him basically boarding up the house, being like, We getting the fuck out of here. Guess my new wife just fucking disappeared. Ain't nobody gonna ask. And like boarding everything up, and then all of a sudden you hear the little whispers because they never locked back the fucking flu. Uh, what do we do? They're locking. They're leaving. And then all of a sudden you hear a new voice that wasn't the main leader fucking rat's voice, and it's the fucking mom's voice. Kitty ho. She said uh... it like, yeah. It's like we wait. They'll forget and they'll come back, but we're hungry. We just have to be patient. We just have to go deep, deeper, and they'll come. And it's just like, Wait, what so the Katie fuck? Katie Holmes Usually. was the leader. Yeah, the new leader. Uh, I was like, why? They fucking ate Katie Holmes and turned her into one of the fucking things. Okay, so what you're saying is summary. Guy Pierce, dickwad. Katie Holmes <laughs> was cool, but now she's a bitch. Little girl definitely getting emancipated. (laughs) (laughs) And the fucking thing that you don't really realize through the movie is when you're looking at the prime little monkey gorilla rat thing that's the leader, it's the fucking guy that you see that was like in the illustration. Yeah, correct. That lost his shit. So he... Yeah. He got turned to. He got at correct. Fucking great movie. And with that, like, sigh of relief for this fucking intense thrill ride of a movie, I give it to Brandon. <laughs> I was really hoping it was going to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson as the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> That's in the sequel. He's, He's stuck. Their leader. He's like, stuck. He's like guys, He's like, how many go. times do I got to tell you, take the teeth that already fall the fuck out? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like keeping the Halloween theme, I mean, it honestly reminds kind of reminds me of the movie uh, Darkness Falls. Did anyone see that? It was with uh, the Tooth Fairy, and it's kind of the same thing. She'd come after dark. Oh, shit. But uh, it was a good movie. It was honestly a really good movie. I completely forgot about that shit. It was okay. The acting was really bad. (laughs) It was during a certain time period. Yeah, it was like. Yes, for a time period. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Darkness Falls was widely regarded as one of the worst movies of all time. Everybody <laughs> knows time that. Was... <laughs> You're not going to gaslight me into this Buzz one, guys. Did, article did you see Catwoman? Darkness Falls sucks. Chocolate <laughs> 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 Swordfish Since Watch Party, Darkness man. Falls, and Catwoman. Double see Catwoman in theaters, bro. Shit. It's a science fiction double feature, boys. I felt like I was that stone bitch by the end of that movie. But that's actually going to take me into the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's going to be my number five. 
Still a time it's, a, it's a science fiction double feature. Uh, it's a very, it's a great movie. It stars Susan Sarandon, uh, Tim Curry, and I think what's his name? Uh, Bostwick, Billy Bostwick. I, I think his name yeah, is Billy Bostwick. Tim Curry always makes things better. Barry Bostwick, Barry Bostwick, not Billy. Anyways, and these the, this couple, they basically announce their engagement after watching their friends get married, uh, get married, and they go to they get on the road to tell their longtime like friend slash professor who basically hooked them up that they're getting married. They uh, they they take a wrong fork in the road. They come across like a big castle and everything and that's actually where tim curry lives that's where dr frankenfurter lives uh and like it's just it, the whole thing is a musical and like every pretty much every other scene has an, an actual musical number and it's it it, it turns out to actually be a, a, a time travel movie they're actually it, it actually the movie itself like is supposed to transcend through time and it's if you haven't watched it it's it's very hokey very campy but like the best part of it is if you if you if you ever get presented with the opportunity go watch it in theaters in October, at least in Arizona, in October they especially have. Honestly, it's called a midnight. It's a science fiction midnight yeah. feature. It, it, it happens at midnight, and it's a whole cult following. People dress up and like people you, you props and like everybody. It, it's honestly it, it kind of. The, the diehard fans of they it kind of becomes like another little family to them it's definitely something I would recommend definitely go with <laughs> uh, family oh, yeah. that's, that's a big group movie like that's yeah, absolutely. an experience absolutely it's it's something that's you know if you're if you're not really into the the haunted house or you know you don't want to do it that year you're looking for something something to be kind of goofy but still hold the Halloween theme go find a Rocky Horror Picture Show in a movie theater it'll be late but I promise you it, it, it'll be very much worth it man if you ever want to see 350 fucking nerds yeah. sing along to something that is the thing to see oh. and it's nerds Wearing panties. Oh yeah, <laughs> transvestites. Like the, it, 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 it's fucking wild. It's, it's Tim Curry in that movie is just something else, man. It's Honestly, one of my favorite true. performances of Tim Curry. It truly is. He's just he made that movie really. Like I, I think they remade it. Yeah, they remade it. Uh, a few years back, they did that live version. Yeah, they made of it. It, like, it was a Broadway. Yeah, yeah, it was a Broadway. No, I thought. No, I thought a, they did the live version of it. Though. It was originally actually. It was originally a Broadway show, or not Broadway. But it was in uh, London in '73, yeah, and then it only took two years to actually become a movie. And ever since then, ever since '75, this thing <laughs> has honestly grown into. Honestly, I would. 
maybe not quite as large a fandom as Star Wars is now, but I mean, it, there was a time like it's well, it's, it's a huge. huge cult classic. Oh yeah, it's, it's got a huge like ultimate. I th- I think you might even call it the ultimate cult classic, the cult I mean, classic. Crap, you even even see it, it in different stuff, like though different shows and stuff. Them going to like oh. the showings of it. The interactions at the shows is just so Parodies fun. Literally, they'll say sight lines, or you know, someone will say, "Hey, so and so," and everybody like, "Bitch, what?" And it just like it's the uh, it's a it's great. Uh, I I'm very I I watch it every year. Again, nice. I watch all of my movies every year, so. That being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it over to uh, Kendi Chin. All right. Well, me for my fifth spot is gonna be an old nostalgic classic for myself. Uh, something I grew up watching. A movie I freaking love. Idle Hands. <laughs> yes. Idle Hands. Honestly. Like a Alba. Yep. Wendy Peppercorn. Yep. Jessica Alba in that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. The angel outfit. But like, dude, like. That movie had such a great cast undertone. Like, I mean, you got the dude from Final Destination. You've got Seth Green. You've got Foggy from freaking Daredevil. Yeah. You know, it's like one of the coolest. <laughs> yeah. The Bash movies. Bro. Yeah, like, dude, the, the, their whole, the Bash Bro. Their whole back and forth throughout that whole movie, how they, like, die, but somehow are still alive, you know, just chilling, like, smoking weed on yeah. the couch, making burritos and shit. Like, I mean, that movie's just... By far one of the like corniest, but yet still coolest old school classic. Like, I mean, I consider it a Halloween movie just for the fact that it happens on Halloween night. So, of course, horror comedy. And I mean, bro, horror every, comedy every time. <sighs> the first thing his hand makes him do and just jerk it, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just nonstop. He's cha- I'm chafing. <laughs> yes. But no, but seriously, like, I mean, yeah, it's, like that's what I think so funny about it. Like the scene where you know that chick's getting it on in the car with the football jock, and it like straight grabs her titty and just starts copping a fill. Like, yes. yeah, no, yeah. like shit like that. It's just like back in the day, that that type of stuff in horror movies was just great. You know, it was a great. And I'm movie. a sucker for those type of like corny horror films. So that's why it's my 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 fifth spot. Plus, like, I mean, it it's not like truly deep, but it breaks into the whole like that it, his hand got possessed, you know, by the demonic like force. Correct. Yeah, like that film does such a good job of just like establishing that like pseudo Satanist ethos that like movies in the eighties had. It's like, ooh, they're doing black yeah. magic to summon the devil. Hey, man, yeah. that and really it just did what it. you actually wanted it to do. And it had, like, Correct. a whole play on Van Helsing or, you know, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where yeah. it was kind of like their role was passed down in the Hand Hunter, you know? Like, there was, like, the chick yeah. who was hunting yeah. hand, the hand for, like, years and shit. I'm like, gonna cut so the bitch off. Like like, yeah, exactly. Like, I've been searching for this hand forever. Yeah. They fingered me so well. <laughs> 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 but she no, has a pool I mean, table in the hand. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that's why it's my fifth spot. I mean, I mean, it's an old movie, and I haven't seen it in years, so I can't really go into detail about it. But like, definitely a classic if you've seen it. If you haven't, I recommend I it. I feel like it's something most people our generation have seen. Oh yeah, definitely. it's like not seeing Freddy got fingered, bro. 
Yeah. Kids <laughs> don't watch that movie. It's trash. Oh yeah. It's... Daddy, would you like uh, sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> everybody, sausage. Everybody remembers that line. Nobody remembers. Everybody oh, remembers remember the entire movie. Everybody so remembers, remembers the freaking when he goes splinter cell off the end. Look what I can do. Daddy, look what I can do. <laughs> he wakes him up. He, he just has elephants dragging his fucking house. <laughs> yeah. With that, let's uh, get back into it so we don't get sidetracked, Kyle. On to oh, my number five yes. is a classic that me and Kenny used to watch all the time when we were kids, and that's The Frighteners, starring a good yeah. old Michael J. Fox. Yeah, baby. Michael J. Fox! The goat. The goat. For real. Even though most of his movies weren't that great. <laughs> you said He had more than two. What? They weren't that Yes, he had the one he did with James Woods where he was an actor playing, like, following the cop. It was like Castle before Castle. We don't talk about that. We talk about Teen Wolf. (laughs) No. Or the one where he was the doctor in the small southern town. (laughs) You know the one. No, Gerard. No, we're talking about the Frighteners, okay? Frighteners. Frighteners, Classic. Dude, Frighteners is a classic. Me and Kenny used to watch it all the time as kids. It has the classic scene, just like Gremlins, with a freaking chair, you know, like the little chair elevator <laughs> on the stairs. See? One of the greatest screams. It always gets me. It always gets me. Oh, I think that was actually the first horror movie that I actually wanted to see. Like, I was probably, like, I want to say, like, nine or ten. Well, it's definitely, now. like, it's horror-ish, but it's definitely more, like, comedy horror with a little adventure. But it's still rated R. It's rated R to shit, so I wasn't allowed True. to watch it. So I remember being, like, 16, being like, I finally get to watch Frighteners. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn, that's pretty old to watch. <laughs> Yeah, man. It was rated R. It's not my fault my parents yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And look how you turned out, Gerard. Yeah, okay. look, awful. <laughs> Me and Kenny, great. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, dude, but that whole movie, just him talking to the ghost, going around trying to investigate the heart attacks. It's just great, man. Like, very Scooby-Doo. Like, very Scooby-Doo. He even had his own, like, like, his little, like, more ghost adventures type things. Yeah, correct. And the fact that Gary Busey's son is in it is always great. (laughs) You always got to bring up the worst in everything, Gerard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I love Gary Busey's son. Being in Starship Troopers. Being in the remake of The Hitcher. Like I will dude, fight you over Gary Busey. Well, he didn't cool. get in a motorcycle accident yet, <laughs> and then he will turn into Gary uh, Busey. Bah, bah, bah. All right, Pass it back to Gerard. Oh no! So this next film, I'm not going to explain all the way in full detail. Please do, but <laughs> I'll give you the broad strokes. Do it. Explain it all. <laughs> In full detail. It is two bitch. hours later. In conclusion. <laughs> still on still on form. Just, just script. Just read all of it. Yeah. Just read the entire script, please. <laughs> Act <laughs> one, <laughs> scene one. <laughs> Open on screen. Credits. He starts <laughs> reciting all the beginning credits. The production companies. 
It's going to sound like the guy from Rick and Morty. He does the lion roar. <laughs> that would be the best. But this film is called Were. It is technically a foreign film, but has a very large amount of English in it. Like, it is predominantly English. It's a French film. But it's a werewolf film. Probably one of my favorite werewolf films mm. of all time, actually. Uh, Better than Silver Bullet? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Busey, <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> but this particular film, what how it starts off is basically this like psychology team is in France and they're going to like interview this guy to see if he's fit to stand trial. And this dude is like a fucking huge man giant. And apparently what had happened was he was being accused of basically eviscerating a family that had been camping. But this is, once again, this is just a dude who looks like a dude. This is where it turns. Dressed as a dude, but is really a woman inside. He's just a dude who looks like a dude who's dressed as a dude who's disguised as another dude. <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> it's Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> Mask of hell, it's Gary Busey. <laughs> I was Gary Busey the whole time, motherfuckers. From Point Break. Oh, Lord. Point Break, Gary Busey. I was thinking about yeah, Black Sheep Gary Busey. Oh. <laughs> We're getting too focused on Gary Busey. <laughs> this is now Gary Busey cast. Somewhere yeah. Tony Shalib cries. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was going to be the star. Every rose has its thorns. <laughs> so the hot lady doctor who's supposed to be interviewing him goes in there, and the guy is very meek and mild and like reserved. She goes to touch him, he winces yeah. and whatnot. So she's sitting there trying to interview him, and to like get him to talk, she kind of like has to like prod him pretty pretty hard, and so he reaches over to her and like grabs her hand really hard. She wigs out, and the cops run in and beat the shit out of him, mm-hmm. and uh, he just starts like getting bruised really e- easily. So they do like a medical analysis on him, and it turns out he has porphyria. And for anybody who doesn't know what porphyria is, it actually means you don't produce like blood platelets very easily and that you can like bleed out pretty easily like you bruise like a bruise can be fatal and stuff like that oh i got you so kind of like that thing where if you get like where your blood doesn't climb if you get cut you'll just keep bleeding correct like hemophilia, yeah, that's it. but you have a severe iron deficiency with porphyria so like a severe anemic. one like, Correct, exactly. You need iron very, very He's just chewing on a piece uh, of iron. <laughs> pretty much. Wearing iron clothes. <laughs> it's like a huge dude. Wearing an like, iron I want to say wearing a freaking cod piece. <laughs> the actor they got for this role was like, I want to say at least 6'8", and had to be at least 210 Like, fuck, correct. A big He's very dude. healthy for having and, all yeah. these issues. Correct. And then, like, they interview his mom, and it turns out, like, it's a family condition, and all of his family kind of have, like, giantism and prophyria and stuff like that. So you kind of get through the movie, and you're like, oh, this poor guy. There's no way this gentle giant could have done this. Uh, The real killer's out there. 
And so as the movie progresses, they start trying to like do uh, hypnotherapy to see what happened the night that he was like not in his house, that his mom can't vouch for him. So they start doing what's known as like uh, light therapy, photovoltaic therapy, where they start flashing lights at him. And anybody who has ever fucking seen the movie Howlers knows flashing some sort of UV light at a werewolf is a bad idea. <laughs> so this guy's tied up, of course, inside the, the uh, fucking uh, jail to a table. They have the tapes running. They're, they're getting ready to do the interview. They put him under hypnosis and turn on the lights, and he just starts wigging the fuck Epilepsy. out. Like, like epileptic fit wigging the fuck out. And he starts growling and yelling, and he just tears the arm off the fucking table he's tied down to. And they start, they sit in a bunch of people, and he takes out like a squad of squad guys. Just like rips them the fuck apart. And it turns out he has some super rare form of porphyria that makes him go buck shit nuts during like lunar cycles. So he's just a person. He's not a werewolf. That's the weird thing. You don't really like know. That's how the movie is so like ambiguous because he bites, he scratches somebody else. Did they get it? It goes down, man. It's fucking crazy. I'll have to like. Leave it there. All right. Like this movie is super in depth and is so worth the watch. It is like so a thrill ride. All, it's called where? Judge a book by its cover and never trust giants. It's called where? Correct. Were W W E R were. Ooh. It's super worthwhile. That's a check out right there. Absolutely. And I'm going to throw it over to the great late. And probably slightly tired, Brandon Reed. That's me. All three. Uh, actually, so just going to get down to it. I mean, it's it's straight out of the box. It's going to be Halloween for my number four Fuck slot. Yes. Yes. I wanted to have this at number one, and I honestly, like, I couldn't. If we had actually done, like, a ranking, I, w- I probably would have grappled with that at one or two. But this movie, John Carpenter's Halloween is amazing. It's a stable point for all, like, uh, the the entire horror genre. Honestly, like, I, I would say, I would be so far as to say that it paved the way for Friday the 13th and A Nightmare on Elm Street, you know. Oh, yeah. And it even introduced, you know, classic horror tropes, you know, that that we know now uh, that was designated by Scream, which I mentioned earlier. One of the uh, first big slashers. Oh, yeah. Horror gospel. Absolutely. Like, it kind of brought along the trope of, you know, like, if the, the virgins will... It's survival of the virgins. It absolutely. It's straight up. It's straight up. Michael Myers is the first like real great slasher. It, it absolutely. It absolutely is. It's. I can, it's, I just gotta say, I'm so stoked for that new one coming out next week too. I am. I heard. I I've seen great things. Dude, the, I saw the I saw like the commercial today while I was watching Riverdale for the first time. Really. Like, other than just, like, little teaser trailers and holy shit. It just instantly caught me. 
out the trailer and still like maintaining the Halloween subject. Honestly, I don't I don't know how they're gonna keep Laurie Strode alive and uh, Michael Myers. I feel honestly like Michael Myers is like a timeless classic killer. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is going for his ass this time, god damn it. That's what she said. She died in H two O. You shut your dirty whore mouth. <laughs> it's crazy Rimes. though how Michael Myers was like so <laughs> prolific that Halloween was actually supposed to be anthology like movies, mm-hmm. and fucking uh, what you call it? They had to instantly go back to Michael Myers after a season of The Witch just because it kind of flopped compared to yeah, the first two. The didn't too well. No, nah, I mean it was good all in all, but. At the same time as when, right when people heard Halloween, they're expecting Michael Myers after number two. Like, the Michael Myers music is like, just even the music itself, like, it's it's monumental. The fun part about the music is actually what I was about to bring up. John Carpenter composed that entire oh, yeah. score. Oh, yeah. Every one that- of his movies. He composed all of them. Can you imagine that? He was like, I'm a broke motherfucker. Going to make one of the most iconic sounds of all. I just imagine him in the shower brushing his sheet. He's in that beat. I imagine him in a studio. He's like, I got it. I imagine him in a studio, bro, just fucking with the something. And all of a sudden, he starts hitting and someone's behind him. just like, oh, shit. It's fire. Yeah, for me, that's part of the mystery about that movie, man. Michael Myers is just a fucking beast. I mean, just the opening sec, like literally the first second that movie drops, the opening credit, it just straight up says Halloween. That music, I mean, dude, that bastard bastard just looks like a freaking like seven foot giant. And he's just a boy. Michael Myers yeah. is just a boy. Like it's not like Jason. It's oh, like yeah. Jason Voorhees, you know, like a like a, a demon, you know. Oh yeah, and Michael yeah. Myers, he just yeah. fucking serial killer ass motherfucker. Like <laughs> he's not sick of his sister. Uh, I don't know. He's been stabbed. He's got real problems with his sister. Well, yeah, but you gotta think like that's why they that's why they can't. Which like he's just starts stabbing and he, he like she falls to the ground and like he pulls that mask off and you just see his face just emotionless. Oh, that kid was a real good actor. Baby, that, that, that scene was powerful. Uh, yes, absolutely. He was a very good actor. It, it kind of makes you wonder. Makes you wonder about that kid. <laughs> 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 You know, oh, the, the Ducks hobos riding the uh, the trains and in vacant hostels. I gotta say, I, I agree with you. It's definitely one of my favorite horror movies too. Like it is super good. It has a lot of camp, but that's because we now compare it to like what has been made off of it. Exactly. <laughs> like yes. you can't go watching old horror movies through like a modern filter. If you do, you're just gonna have a bad honestly. time. <laughs> Every I was going to say, honestly, <laughs> usually prefer the, the horror movies from the 80s and such. Just because there was something, I don't know, dude. Like, back when I was a kid watching, like, good, Halloween. When I was watching, like, Halloween and, like, Child's Play and, you know, Friday the 13th and stuff yes. for the first time, like, 
legit creep me out. But when I got older and started creepy, watching, like, dude, I'm straight. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But like when you get older and start know. watching the newer ones, they don't even creep you out the same way. Yeah, it's just it's, it's not just, there. No, it's not. It's more of just like I don't know. I mean, you could kind of say gore porn, but like at the same time, it's just. Correct. It's just something. There's yeah. an element that's not there that didn't feel so real. Like in those yeah. movies, they really built the freaking tension up and like, but it was action packed the entire time. That'll be right on my number three. Whenever we get back around after passing this over to Kenny, right. my number four spot, an old classic falling into the helm of halloween would be nightmare on elm street dream warriors so number three. Oh, that's hey, one with johnny dream depp no the first one is johnny depp is but the third dead? one the reason i love it is like it's maybe not considered as good as the first one of course but definitely like i like the whole like those kids are in the uh mental mental institute and like yeah i don't know man it's just really like out of the box like they're like literally learning how to control their dreams and fight freddy and it's like to me was the first time like they were like oh they realize they can pretty much use their dreams in the aspect of like we can fight back and we can do something to him you know and like a lot of the fuck for the deaths in that movie are hilarious like the whole tv one. Like, robert england's a beast yeah it's fucking yeah. awesome do you think like a strict regiment of dmt would have got them ready quicker smoke this he would just fucking leave he's like i don't know i don't know what to fucking do here time out it just opens the door into their dream it's like what is a Stephen Strange this fool smoked an ounce of DMT in a month a fucking ounce (laughs) I mean Freddy like you gotta love Freddy man I mean you know talking about like taunting like ghost face Freddy kind of started the whole taunting thing he was a real he was the real first shit talker yeah, absolutely, he was. Dude, imagine getting shit talked by a fucking pedophile. There's Dan and Bird. It looks like a testicle. I, I, I can't remember. Fuck? I don't think of the original ones. He was a pedophile. He was just a child murderer. Yeah. No, the, the pedophile part came in the remake, but in the first ones, he was just a child murderer, flat out. I thought he. I thought he was a child diddler. He was the, uh, what you call it? The, uh, no, he was a, but I think in the yeah. first one, it ended up, he wasn't even really doing anything. I mean, I can't remember ones. if they ever say he was like a diddler. Like if or I, if, if he I just remember correctly, he came kids. back as a demon originally because he wasn't doing shit. And then, but they like all fucking blamed him for some shit that was going on. <laughs> Well, if you think of the first one, the it, way it opens well, is it's literally the beginning credits the where he gets burned alive. Uh, can you even uh, hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. yeah, the first one, how it, literally how it begins is it sh- the beginning credits is him making his hands. So he's yeah. like already murdering kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you're right. He was yet. just a serious, like, I guess one was just a child murder. I don't think the pedophile part came in until the remake. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, I'm reading honestly. I, I had to look it up. I couldn't. Look thank God. Sad. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we're like a podcast now. 
highly implied in the original that he was a child molester and in Craven's original script uh, it characterized him as a child molester okay, okay. Which was the first thing he could think of and the decision to instead make him a child murderer in order to avoid being accused of exploiting the separate of or the spat of a highly publicized child molestation case in California so was, around the uh, film stream. So, they had to so dumb it was down. put in the original yeah. script, but in the actual movie, he was yeah. just a child murderer. Because at the time, <laughs> well, it's implied. It's I mean, heard. fuck! I never even <laughs> they thought about it. Honestly, I was just like, "Damn, this fool's out here killing kids." It's honestly, it's a, it's it pays a nice little homage to the original script in the in the reboot. Truly, I I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, it's nice that they uh, always put back to I always like, thought the remake was just playing off the joke that, like, everybody would, like, make the joke that he was a freaking rapist, basically. Nah, man. Implied child. Implied. Like... Heavily <laughs> implied. implied. He's a pedo. <laughs> pedo. Pedo by pedo. <laughs> nah, if it was today, we, he would be Dream like... Warriors isn't Warriors. that revered, but it, it's fucking sick, dude. Oh yeah, dude. I, look, I mean, I just oh, love God. a lot of the killings in that I'm movie. I'm starting like, to get like a little flashback of like one of the uh, one of the patients like was starting to refuse to take their sleep medicine. They would like hide it and shit, yeah, so they wouldn't like fall asleep and get prayed by him. One of the most campy. <laughs> it was all uh, his ex vic or like the victims that escaped. Well, it was one. It was the chick that worked there. She like fought him in the oh, okay. I think, second film and then she basically finds out that chick has like powers and basically is training her to like fight freddy in her dreams yeah but the, like one of the killings bro that always got me it was hilarious he puppet masters one of the dudes off the top of it <laughs> yeah he's like in the sky controlling him with his hands and he's like you know funny string yeah and like that's like i mean that's for me the convertible at the end of the first one and shit yeah, just yeah, like his arms rip out the side. Yeah, it's just insane, dude. <laughs> it is, and it somehow still freaked you out when you were younger. Yeah, you're like, what? Like, how's this even possible? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> it's not. Oh, but it is. Look, it's all in your dream. Fuck, my dreams are fucked. <laughs> it's the Twilight Zone. Every every single movie's been an app of the Twilight Zone. But no, nah, all right. Well, let's go on to good old Kai. Well, I'm gonna do mine, and I'm gonna start doing them real nostalgia based, and I'm gonna say the Lost Boys. <laughs> I fucking love the Lost man. Boys, bro. Corey Feldman, he's up in that bitch. I know. And what's what's funny actually for this one? That was between two Corey Feldman movies. This and uh, the Burbs. Ooh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great love burbs. Oh yeah, bro. Fucking, you know, the Lost Boys has a little bit of everything from the eighties. You got really you got good old comic book store scenes, scenes on the piers, giant random parties with some buff dude playing a saxophone. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not Kenny G. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a buff Kenny. A random a random like freaking motorcycle race to the freaking ledge of a cliff. Worm Yo, chowing. Yes. <laughs> Freaking drinking blood out of wine, fucking whatever bottles. Hot chick with a weird little I vampire mean, kid. Yes. 
end up being come on to fuck him up at the end. Classic sex scene death where Dude. the top of the roof car get, uh, gets ripped off. Oh, yeah. Classic vampire sex scene. Always need one of those. Man, you know what's really disturbing about that movie? If you think about it, like you're like, oh, classic vampire sex scene. But that thing, same thing was going on with that dad ass vampire oh, and their yeah. mom. <laughs> there was some dad ass vampire sex going on I at the same time that was that nice vampire. Yeah, because he was yeah. like a straight nerd with though. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, like, they actually like really make you believe it's not him, too, in the whole dinner scene when he's like trying to shove the fucking garlic in his face and shit. Yeah, with the, the Frog reflection. Brothers, yeah. And, like all that. Yeah. And I mean, like, come on, the end of it, you always gotta <laughs> love a horror movie where people are legit trying to fight back. Yeah, yeah. correct. <laughs> I always love the end of it when they start back. pouring like the water and the holy water into the bathtub the and bathtub. shit. Yeah. yeah. Super stokers <laughs> filled with them. water balloons. Dude, they go at it. It's that shit. When you're a kid, you're like, yeah, bro. Like, if some vampires came after me, we could fuck them up. We got super stokers. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They've got the hot <laughs> What do you think I got ordained as a minister? I'm ready to go. Any vampire goes down, I'm like, boom. <laughs> Less. You take the test online, it still works. <laughs> I mean, like, what? The pretend invisible sky man is going to be like, wait a minute. That's <laughs> like how this works. Vampires start coming after you. You're just like, wait, wait, time out, time out. Start Googling a fucking minister ordained test or whatever. <laughs> no, no. I would literally be like, wait, wait, and then put the collar on. <laughs> And then sunglasses. You just start <laughs> You start floating in the air. A giant laser cross comes from behind you. <laughs> Who the hell is he, Richter <laughs> Some little kids just down the street. Whoa, it's Chris Angel. <laughs> you got my son <laughs> screaming. My <laughs> The vampires just bust into Yo, dust. Question. <laughs> Why in any horror movie that has had vampires in a modern time, like the new Freaky Friday, shit like that, has nobody tried to put garlic straight in a juicer and then dude, in a well, water bottle? They tried to garlic that one dude's ass and it didn't work, bro. Head vampires can't die from garlic. They just don't Correct. like garlic. But lesser vampires, lesser vampires get fucked up. But if you had a juicer... You could just juice yourself fucking garlic bombs. Just Why boom, would you do lava. That when you could just be like Blade and have LED bombs. Or not LED, fucking UV bombs. Kyle, I'm saying something that you can buy off of Amazon. Bro, for this $20. is 2018. You could get store, fucking man. UV bombs, okay? <laughs> you this is blame. Bro, you blame could put a light bar on your blame truck blame. and fucking end a whole fleet of vampires. I'm gonna laugh if you do like turn on your little UV light and they're like, it's the su- not that's not the you know sun, you dumb bitch. It works better than garlic, you <laughs> motherfucker. Works better. Than- I like how we're arguing the semantics. Because like, let's fairy. be real. I would just make like a crossbow <laughs> chain gun that shoots steaks. No, you Fuck wouldn't. Yeah, you know how I, I could say that? Because you have no mechanical engineering <laughs> See, that's experience. That's just a lie. How do you know? Yeah, exactly, Gerard. 
Gerard's just oh, full of negative. He's seen Van Helsing with yeah. freaking Logan. <laughs> I have seen Hansel and Gretel. You know what? I've seen the Brothers Grimm like 10 times. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that does make you an expert. It I does. can see. First, you got to <laughs> fake it to make it. Okay. <laughs> Truth. Uh, that's how uh, Matt Damon got yeah. it off. <laughs> and on that note, out of ten, I kind of wish I remember <laughs> that movie while I was making my list. Fucking love that movie. <laughs> Other honorable mention. Other. Hey, honorable you know what? Mention. That Hansel and Gretel movie wasn't half bad either. When they killed that fucking witch at the beginning, that shit was G. Oh, I'll never forget that. So. Yeah, it was. And okay, Hansel and Gretel is like a Michael Hansel Bay and film. Gretel. You just have is to like Van Helsing if it was good. Correct. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> spicy take. There are people who would fight I'll, you. I'll on fucking that. fight them. For I don't that. Know, but there are people. Hugh Jackman was not believable. <laughs> I felt like Wolverine Correct. was just fighting the empires. What's wrong with that? <laughs> not as cool as Hansel and Gretel when Gretel's super hot and wearing a leather suit. Correct. The crazy witch battle that comes out of nowhere. Like total left field. The fact that they made Hawkeye diabetic. <laughs> hey, you know what? He needs his insulin, and that only comes from witch's blood. Enhance on Gretel times. <laughs> All right. Apparently, that, let's get to back to Gerard. Gerard. All right. For this one, I'm going to be really, really brief about it because it is so new. And I don't want to spoil anything about it because it really, really deserves a very, very solid watch. For the premise alone, this one is one of those horror movies that are Christmas-based. And I almost didn't put it on my list for that fact alone. Because I was like, I want to do it at Christmas. Maybe we'll do movies for Christmas time. And uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, we are. (laughs) But that being said, I put on Better Watch Out. And this film came out, I believe, last year, and it is amazing. Imagine the most torched, fucked up horror movie, Home Alone, you could ever want. Home Alone in someone's ass. Well, I guess that's Saw. Let me rephrase. (laughs) An actual Home Alone. (laughs) An actual Uh, Home Aloneing that results in murder. Yeah, correct. It is super good. They have a very solid cast of young actors. Uh, the chick who is the main heroine in the piece is absolutely fantastic. You love her. She does not take shit lying down. She is a that, badass bitch. That's always my favorite like, in horror movies. Fight. Correct. She fights God, back like I a love motherfucker. That. Real people her. fight back. Correct. And the kids that are in the film, in the piece... They really help drive it. Uh, it's super, super good. Like, they're very solid actors. And these are a couple of kids that are probably, I want to say, like, maybe anywhere from 12 to 14. But their acting is, like, top tier. And this is an R movie. So there is a lot of stuff in it that is going to drive your, like, horror engine, if you get my meaning. There is. It's not like uh, Don't Watch Out, where it's a lot of, like, very subtle stuff up until the really fucked up stuff. This is like, oh man, this is kind of getting torqued really quick out the gate. Like, super quick out of the gate. 
<laughs> and it's about basically a chick who's a babysitter watching these two, watching this young kid as his parents go out for a Christmas party, and then people start knocking at the door, and you think it might be her crazy ex, and then shit fucking ensues. Dude, Christmas horror, Christmas horror, Christmas horror is never not bad, bro. <laughs> Uh, Christmas Black Horror Christmas. is one of my Gotta have them skin cookies, boy. <laughs> skin cookies for days. <laughs> Gotta like, love more Christmas horror movies, though. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm like in the new exploration. Like, I, like I was going to say Krampus is a good one. Like, this one is probably the best Christmas horror movie. One. I'm willing to put that out there. It is the best Christmas horror movie. Christmas right. horror, always fun. Yeah, better watch out. It is currently streaming on VRV. I know I haven't like cited any other place to watch this stuff, but I am so about this movie getting watched. You should go watch it for free on VRV under the shutter section. Is it better Absolutely. than the Jack Frost horror movie? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, it's really weird how those kids' dad becomes Jack Frost. Or becomes the snowman. And then he starts murdering people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! And with that, I'm going to send it over to the indomitable, the heartfelt Brandon Reed. Wow me with Don't this nostalgia! So Calm down. <laughs> and at this moment, a brief word f- from someone who is not our sponsor, but who's never heard of it. Who's never heard of us? Vitamix blenders, best garlic grinders money can buy. <laughs> the modern necessity in the kitchen and vampire defense. <laughs> I thought he was going to do a Casper commercial for a second. I was like, fuck yeah, we're sponsored. We got a sponsor? <laughs> oh, no. Somebody's never heard of us. We're all wearing matching underwear. We undies. Yeah. So, going back to my third choice, uh, we, were talk- we, we started touching on the moving away from the traditional killers to more jump and gore scaring. Which honestly leads me directly into my number three, which is going to be the first Saw. So, what I love about Saw and what honestly brings it together again with me, I mean, you know, blood and honestly killing is kind of synonymous, morbidly synonymous with Halloween. You know? Correct, yeah, because of the. The traditional stuff. Murder of kids. (laughs) So this this one, it it, it pretty much, I feel like it kind of started the whole jump scare, you know, a a different kind of tension. Torture. You know, yeah, basically, gore. Jeffrey Dahmer's perfect movie. That's the term. <laughs> and it's it started a whole series. I think they honestly have like seven movies. Yeah, released another movie. It was, it was actually an anthology, like a, a a prelude uh, to the entire series called Jigsaw. I haven't seen that, but the just the way the series has evolved throughout the years and everything, uh, I really have to attribute it. Just, just itself. obviously, it's the first one, and it's. It's one of the movies I really like in Halloween. I remember when I saw that, I actually snuck in to see it 
after watching Team America World Police. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hell of a dumbass. It was a crazy of a that that Every time scene. someone died, he yelled Team America, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I... Uh, you... I love your balls. <laughs> He's just I love watching, your balls. Watching I just saw screaming, everybody has AIDS. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> on the video. On the, on the video. He had cancer. <laughs> I mean, just honestly, saw him. In the air and everything. Dude, Saul did have one of the most brutal scenes and like, I can't remember if it's the second or third one with that freaking pig face chick's giving him brain surgery. That's the third one, I believe. I I think the, the old, I think the uh, the original Jigsaw, the old man. I think he died. I believe he died too. Yeah. And through obviously five is uh, Amanda, isn't it? I don't know. She she yeah, gave that's the how old they brain off. surgery. They played off I can't like remember which really one that was. Well, they played off like he didn't really. And then die. he died. And... I thought he died. A, at the end of that, like it was unsuccessful, obviously, because she's using a power drill in the back of his fucking skull, and she is definitely not a doctor. Well, if you watch Jigsaw, <laughs> it literally fills in a lot of those blanks, man. Like, yeah, a lot of them. But uh, honestly, like going He's into Saw, Brandon's, like that has one of the greatest twists I feel that for that time, you know, like you don't see that coming, that scene at the end, man. Oh yeah, like, no, no, no. oh yeah. And I don't want to spoil. I mean, I'm sure people have seen it, but like that scene, dude, yeah. literally got me, man. Where he just sits up, and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Like, it's honestly a dropper. Oh, it really is. It's like, I mean that that scene got me, man. I just it's learned that. Uh, what should I call it? The movie we watched for the watch party originally, The Collector, was supposed to be a part of that mm-hmm. series. Yeah. The oh no, shit. Sure. EJ actually told me that. Yeah, he told me, uh, what you would call it, originally that script was written to be, like, a prequel to Saw. Like, that was Jigsaw, what he well, did yeah, before. Was, uh, <laughs> one of the guys who wrote the first two scripts made The Collector. So yeah. That's, yeah. That's interesting. So that would take place even before Jigsaw, then. Yeah, it was basically, like, like well, how he first started killing Amateur people. hour. Yeah, but I don't exactly. know if Jigsaw is truly a prequel, man, because I watched it, and I swear it literally, like... I don't know. I don't want to blow it, man. I don't think right it's on. a prequel, though. I'll watch it soon. Yeah. I'll watch it talk. It's it's really good, man. Honestly, it's worth it. Like the last, like the those, what was it? The fifth or sixth one? Like the three D one? Questionable. Still cool though, you know. But yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah. But I mean, still really good movies. Definitely. They are. They are. They are. They These are. cheeks are so rosy. They definitely are money makers. Like, it started as an indie film, but then it became, like, powerhouse franchise, like, super quick. Oh, yeah. It really did. People it kind of also, it like, up. it paved the way, like I was saying, for a lot of modern gore films. I mean, you know, whether or not you enjoy it, but, yeah, I, I think it, I think Hostel came out after it. Yeah, yeah I think I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I'm and pretty you know sure. that was derived yeah. right from Saw. Oh, yeah, I, I it was. Like it Saw. was. It was definitely using the wake Saw made to gain a lot oh yeah it was that ultra edge in horror time when pornography was like a super huge thing oh yeah and it really like it, it really opened up that genre and kind of like primed america for like 
a really violent era in we horror went movies. From the slashers like, to over the horror. Top. horror. The House of Wax and Correct. everything else. Yeah. Truth. That that franchise will always have a place in my heart. Like I said, Team America. <laughs> I mean, that's like, honestly, you're going to remember that night for the rest of your life. Because, uh, you know. Right. But that was the night I lost my innocence in more than one way. fuck for like a good five minutes. Yeah. Blew your mind. Correct. Guess, hey, what did Jigsaw teach Gerard? I Gerard is Amanda in the deleted Little scenes. did anyone know Jigsaw was a Catholic priest. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> because the Catholic priest told me I had a nice personality. No, we're talking about Catholic priests. <laughs> Let's segue to Kenny. Oh, <laughs> Where did he touch you? (laughs) This is where it gets a little tricky because um, my number three, I had Halloween set. And because the great Brandon already laid it down, I'm going to pull one of my honorable mentions. Uh, Oh, fair enough. Pull it. Honorable mention would be The Evil Dead. To me, that is in um, horror movies. Movies that I fucking literally fell in love with from the first time I ever saw it, late night. And like that, the first time I ever watched that movie, I'll never forget. I was up late night by myself, pitch black house, turned this movie on, and literally fell in love. I mean, if you haven't seen The Evil Dead, I suggest Dude, you go. Dude, Sam Raimi made fucking gold. Yeah. Which, yeah, which one though? Which honestly, one? Evil Dead 2? I mean, no, honestly. Or Evil Dead, I'm a Evil Dead for, Well, I'm a sucker for honestly all of them. I know a lot of people prefer Evil Dead 2. But I mean, like even Army of Darkness was amazing. Damn, I really like Army of Darkness a lot. Yeah, like leave that one alone for a second because that's my next. Hey, that's my next pick. So leave it alone for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd probably throw that up there because I mean, me and you are like Kyle. Kyle Well, this is Kyle's podcasting anxiety just happened because he's like me and Kenny are best friends we're gonna have the same stuff on the well, list, you know on our me, list. Kenny, let's then, just do like, this one let's just do, since we're already running like 105 minutes let's just do this one together yeah my no, third yeah, right since Kenny's yeah. third is evil dead I'm gonna do it with him my third's army of darkness which is my favorite one of them yeah, best friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually it was crazy because army of darkness is actually the first one I saw and it blew my fucking mind Same. as a child, bro. Ash Same. with a goddamn chainsaw on his arm. Oh, blew my fucking right. mind. I didn't, I didn't see Evil Dead 2 until probably about five years later, <laughs> but I did see Evil Dead 1. Oh, that. that's, that's funny because, you know, when you watch Evil Dead 1, you're like, oh, it was decent. It was good. Yeah. Like, you love it. But then you watch well, Evil then... Dead 2 and you're like, wait, was that the same movie? Yeah, like, better. Like, he basically was just like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna remake Evil Dead, but I'm gonna also make it its fucking sequel. Like, well, yeah, he was because he made the first one all as like a fucking whatever college. Well, they made it for no money, like yeah, college they... age, and they made it out in the woods in the cabin. Just hit. well, he acknowledged that it wasn't a great horror movie. He has said that himself. That's why they remade it. And yeah. It. Like this wasn't the best horror film, 
But, it but is I mean, like, it it's definitely like, paved the way for, like, what we were talking about earlier, gore porn, because let's be real, Evil Dead 2 is fucking yeah. gore porn, bro. Oh, yeah. Dude, where else can you watch a tree literally stick a And, like, Army like, of Darkness is definitely a seg- like a segue to yeah. the future of horror comedy. Mixed with a little bit yeah, of action. Man. Oh, it definitely was. But if you watch that first movie, Ash was a big no, was. Like he was a little guy, nerdy dickhead, the and then he becomes the king. Correct. He doesn't even no, because he starts one, yeah. like screaming. No, he doesn't yeah, the first the one, he does until the second. Well, no, the second one is when he like the second he one he becomes kind of badass, but the third yeah. one is when he yeah. just starts out as a fucking demon killing ass. Because pretty much the reason he loses his hand is his hand he gets bit by the zombie and it possesses his hand. Yeah, it's so basically idle hands yeah. his ass. Bro. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, and so he chops remember off. his uh what is it his mirror self the second one yeah. and like i'll even go in to say yeah. like honestly just to play into it the remake was fairly decent like even though they gender dude let's screen, let's talk about the real like, thing that was amazing fucking uh whatchamacallit ash versus evil i was gonna say oh, the yeah. the team show was oh the TV it show was, was lit it was amazing it i was gonna get into that but yeah it it's just exactly what you wanted after Army of Darkness was that TV show. Yep. Yes, correct. It is the magnum opus love letter from Sam Raimi. I, yes. Like, I am so grateful to a director. And my favorite part of fucking Army of Darkness is always when he goes to retrieve the book and it fucking bites the shit out of his hand. <laughs> That's a good one. My favorite part. It's a very simple part in that movie. It's when the skeleton army it starts losing and they're starting to retreat and there's that one skeleton who is tr- running across screen with his hands there uh, in the air being really fucking ridiculous going, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> yes. Oh! Yes. <laughs> it's history. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's be real, the end of that movie too. Fucking amazing when yeah, he's looking right? at the super, the supermarket and all of a sudden the shit comes back. He just pops yeah. on his fucking chainsaw hand, grabs his boomstick, ready it, for man. fucking action. Oh, yes, correct. I, shut up, smart. Shut and that's when smart. Ash truly became the king. Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. I'll hail the king. Segway to Gerard. Those games. If you never played any of the Evil Dead games, find them. They are worth it. Uh, All hail to the king. The game, amazing. Super pain in the ass. But But was was. it as good as the 50 cent? Ooh, spicy taste. No, nothing (laughs) is. God damn it. Uh, so, my second film is going to be Tucker and Dale versus. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Tucker and Dale versus Evil is once again one of those party movies that you can show to a group of people that has people that don't like horror movies in it or like iffy about horror movies that will make them laugh. It'll make them like uncomfortable, but it won't like drive them away. They will stay for the humor alone. I always forget the name of both of the actors in it. I feel so bad, but it's Wash from fucking Firefly and Sock from uh, Deadbeat. What's call it? Reaper. Yeah, he's also in Deadbeat. Yeah, and- yeah, I love Deadbeat. God damn. Deadbeat is amazing. Love that actor. Super, super good. 
But uh, that that movie, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, is like one of the primest examples of people's own prejudices being against them. Like, I, I had this experience where I watched this show called like Rocket City Rednecks, where these guys are rednecks, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be about some idiots. And then they're actually fucking rocket scientists. <laughs> I sat there and I was like, I'm a fucking dickhead. I judged a rocket scientist because he sounded funny. Uh, That is basically the premise of this movie. And it leads to the death of the asshole judgmental person. So if I was in this movie, I would be dead. Man, around that time that movie first hit Netflix, like way back in like 2011 or so. When like Netflix was the like a new streaming site, you know. Uh, what's it called? I yeah. turned that on, had no idea what it was at all, and it just blew my mind with how funny it was, and how horrific, and you know the whole twist where the freaking rednecks are just innocent as shit trying to save that poor girl from a right. crazy <laughs> ass frat asshole. Correct. <laughs> The dude who runs into the tree just full bore and oh, yeah. nails I love him. the part where people just keep dying. Keep people just keep dying around him. He's like, "What the fuck?" Like, My favorite is like they're just so befuddled. They're like, are your friends depressed? What are they doing? <laughs> Dude, honestly. The charisma between those two guys is just ridiculous. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. They played off each other great. To the actress, Rock. They have another movie together, by the way. And uh, Reaper. They have another horror film together. What is it? I, I believe it's called The Cabin or something like that. But they are in this film... And they're basically playing a couple who's trying to like renovate a cabin, and it goes awry horror comedy style. It is also equally as good. Like their chemistry together <coughs> is great. Oh yeah, and she is super foxy. Repeat, super foxy. She was on Thirty Rock as the assistant. It was insanely. Ah, uh, the chick and, that's in that oh, Kimmy or whatever. Wait, was that her? no? She was in the office. I'm fucking mistaking it. I'm thinking yeah, I'm Thirty Rock, think and I always talking about. She was Liz's assistant. I think of it, bro. She was beautiful, blonde. All the dudes in her writing staff drooled over her all the time. She was going to take those dudes to gay uh, Christmas, which was Halloween. Oh uh, yes, that's <laughs> right. Okay, okay. I was like, dude, I couldn't. Yeah, that's her. For a second, holy crap! I loved Thirty Rock too. <laughs> and she's in this movie that you enjoy. That's even clear. Damn, that's two for two, and I still forgot her. <laughs> <laughs> but she and him are in another horror, uh, horror comedy movie together. Well worth a watch if you can find it based off my vague ass description. But go to IMDb. <laughs> that's Do all I can deep. say on that one. <laughs> that movie, well worth a watch. It is a great movie for anybody that you have in your life that you are trying to get into horror movies to get into horror movies. You should watch it immediately, all the time, forever. Brandon, why do you think it's great? Yeah, it is. It is. It's never left. And for good reason, probably. On to Brandon. I was going to say, I'm waiting for what kind of pedestal Gerard's going to put Brandon on now. (laughs) 
Beautiful, sassy, elegant, delicious, slightly smoky. He's gonna savory. start sounding like Brandon. a bard soon, singing a freaking medieval love song about Brandon right now. So, my number two movie is going to be Poltergeist. Hell yeah, Steven Spielberg. You're picking some bangers. Poltergeist was amazing for the time it came out, and even now, you know, like. Again, I, these things have a nostalgic and a, a a powerful memory to me. And you know, back back whenever you know in the '90s, when we had big TVs and everything, and you had you could find that white noise, yes. you could find that channel. Like after seeing yep. Poltergeist, like I would stay absolutely away from that channel, like any of those channels. I wouldn't, no, not at all. You hit that channel and you're like, there he yeah, is. I was going to say, all you needed was a freaking <laughs> little, mi- a little midget psychic in your face. Oh, what was her name? Dang My it. favorite character. My favorite character in that movie. It's everybody's favorite character. Nobody remembers. <laughs> I don't remember. It's killing me. But that lady paved the way for like that type of role, I feel like, honestly, yeah. from that movie. She did. <laughs> It absolutely paved the way for that type of movie. Like, and that's what I was kind of going to allude to was the fact that, you know, if you think about it, they're still basically making the same kind of things with some sort of house haunting in and of itself. Like if you think of like The Conjuring or Insidious or any of the more recent movies, you know, I feel like this, just like I felt with Halloween, like I feel like this is kind of the, these are the roots yeah. It's a seminal piece. It is like cornerstone to the genre for sure. Oh yeah, let's dude. White noise was a remake of that movie. Yeah. Let's be real. It was. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, I did it. man, that movie is still yeah, fucking absolutely. creepy. My favorite scene in that movie is though the parents smoking pot in the bedroom. Like I was like, that is the realest fucking scene <laughs> right now. <laughs> As I got older, I was like, there's no smoke pot in the bedroom. As an adult, I'm like, fuck, too accurate. You found him smoking, and you were like, my house is built on an Indian (laughs) (laughs) An Indian weed crop. You freaking see a bunch of broken chairs, and you realize you're just being poltergeist by Jackie Chan. (laughs) (laughs) But poltergeist is just uh, I honestly, I feel like it's one of Steven Spielberg's like best movies, and I feel like he, truthfully he doesn't get credit. It truly is the freaking yeah, end scene. Like, you, think, you think about other things like ET, and but like nobody says Poltergeist, and it's just it's creepy. It has a, a very off-putting vibe, like start to finish. The end scene is intense like, too, when the house gets sucked up. Hmm? being a Spielberg film, it has like very minimal, huge budget effects. Like, oh, it's very jaws that way. Like, it's very subtle until it's not. And that little girl's still creepy as shit. I feel like Correct. people forget that that's even still Steven Spielberg. Like, honestly. Dude, I forget. Like, I never even really, like, equated to him. Even though I knew he was, you know, directed it and whatnot. Like, if, when I think of Poltergeist, I really just don't think of Steven Spielberg. 
I think a coach. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> I think of Tam Gina, bro. I remembered her name. And for all you kids that don't know what coach is, you're losing. You lost. You already lost. You already failed. Oh. Welcome in. Hello. Oh, my gosh. We're back what, again. What up, what up, what up, what up? Part three. Hello. Do you believe in life after love? Oh, Chocolate fucking swordfish. Send us a coming to your ass. And we'll send send us a picture of your titties. And we'll send you a Pepsi. And a yearly calendar. We don't don't have that much money. We only can send you a Pepsi. Like, I I have to tell you. (laughs) It's actually a Beepus. A (laughs) Beepus. Beep is clear. It's not even <laughs> Come on, you beepus. can't even give me beep is blue. <laughs> no, dog. No. The beep is blue. I never understood why they brought Pepsi fucking clear back instead of Pepsi blue. Because it's Gerard's favorite, bro. Dude, Pepsi clear is fucking nasty. Pepsi blue was godly. Dude, I think blue's coming back too. They sell it in Japan, I heard. Or no, it was it? It was Taiwan or Cambodia oh, yeah, Taiwan. or some shit. Dude, Wildberry Pepsi. Who the fuck didn't love that? All oh, right, and Gerard's back. Gerard, Mike test, uh-huh. Mike test, Mike test. Oh, All right, yeah. bring it back. I think we're on to you, Kenny. So bring Brandon, say back. a little segue to Kenny. Put uh, him on a right. pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm nowhere's good as gerard i'm just gonna pass it on over to my buddy kenny pass it on <laughs> for me for my second spot a lovely feature film that me and kyle grew up watching together of Ooh, course what is as it? you what is house it? of a thousand cups is one yeah. of my old time i will never favorites. forget the time when we were 13 and we got super high in my room and laughed during that entire fucking movie Dude, how, do you, how can you not love it? You've got that's fucking, dude, was when he pulls out Chris Hart, or, or was it? Yeah. Chris, or was it? You no, know, it's Dwight, uh, Dwight from the yeah, office. Dwight. And then what? Chris Hardwick. Show me fucking fish boy. Yeah, fish boy. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's let's all agree that Rob Zombie <laughs> created a classic with those films. I mean, you've got House of Thousand Projects. And then, I mean, it's highly anticipated. The third installment's coming out soon, dude. Yeah. Called Helen back. So, I mean, I'm super hyped about for them. That. Yeah, it is. So, I mean. I actually have never watched those films. Holy wow. shit. What? Oh. Wow. Yep. Especially, talk like, about a great I, want I mean, I could, I could see House of a Thousand Corpses because a lot of people, I feel like, didn't watch that but watch Devil's Rejects. But Devil's Rejects is like a fucking, it was like an instant classic. Yeah, I just didn't watch it. I watched Halloween 2 and then I was like, out. Yeah, see, doing that was probably like, you, were, you had a bad taste in your mouth for Rob Zombie after that. I, sure. Dude, the Devil's Rejects came out Correct. before those Halloween remakes, didn't it? No, they did. Yeah, they did definitely it? did. Yeah. yeah. They did. Oh, yeah. He, and that's I how, just didn't see him before that. That's how he got the rights to do Halloween is like Devil's Rejects did so good that they were like, yeah, oh, we're going to let you do Halloween. And he did Halloween and like... The first one wasn't extremely bad or Dude, anything. You know the it's Devil's just... Rejects is so fucked. So fucked up at the beginning when the brothers is fucking that dead body. And you're just like... <laughs> it's like, dude, those movies are just like insanely like out of the box. And I mean, 
just fucking grindhouse to the T, bro. And like that's somehow rooting for this fucking de- extremely demented family. Yeah, exactly. And it's like I don't know. You start to like fall in love with those characters, even though they're like insane. You know, you got Captain Spaulding, which I would Chinese, argue Japanese, is uh, iconic, iconic character. I like fucking. A lot of people know Captain Spaulding, you know. Or, and we always get the best true. seeing Sherry Moon zombies tits. Exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> I could not love that. She was great in the fucking Witches of Salem. That was a See, solid if you like film. Witches of Salem, then I could literally tell you right now, Gerard, you would love both of those movies. Yeah, Salem was like... kind of like fucking fell flat compared to like yeah, some of thousand corpses and shit. Oh, I dude, I love Rob Zombie. I've seen every single one of his films. I do too. Like, Rob Zombie has a propensity to like over art film his own films, and that's why that's some why of them I just call don't the enjoy. To Andy Warhol, no. yeah, I mean, I'm just let's say, like he does that with his no music videos back. too. It's, it's it's in the same vein of like it is Rob Zombie. Yeah, bro, look at like, Dragula. Yeah, like that's literally like <laughs> Dragula. The music video is like almost like cuts from fucking House of a Thousand Corpses in a I'm way. Fucking, like, the first time I heard that song, I was like six years old and I was playing a snowmobile game on the PS1, bro. And oh, that yeah. song would come on all the fucking time on that game. And I was just like, damn, this song's pretty tight. He's talking about burning witches and driving cars. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, it was actually fucking uh, Jet Grind you know, Radio. Yeah, Jet Set. Where I actually heard radio. No, the second. Jet one. Grind for the Dreamcast. No, Jet Grind Radio for the well, it's Dreamcast. Called Jet Set Radio and then Jet Set Radio the, Future. That's what it was. The second one's called Future. No, he's up, no. Was Jet Grind the second one? Jet Grind is the very oh, first game they put out for the Dreamcast. That Jet Set is the remake that they put on the Xbox. Well, Jet Set Radio Future, I think, is the second one, isn't it? Right? Yeah, that is. That is 100%. Yeah. But Jet Set Radio... That was what they did for the Xbox, but Jet Grind Radio was initially released on the yeah. Dreamcast. Yeah. But yeah, that. And that's where I heard it. That that game had a killer soundtrack. But I digress. They're actually that's where the I first heard Dragula. It's just it was first they are. Jet Grind Radio, and mm-hmm. then they immediately changed it to Jet Set. Jet Grind Radio. I love that game. But Dragula, very solid. And, but is that, like, literally true? <laughs> like, you watch that music video and you're like, oh. No, 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 it's, it's not true. I was just saying, like, the way, like, <laughs> like the color schemes and, like. He definitely did the best in Devil's Rejects compared to any other movie he did. Like, he kept it oh, kind of yeah. down to earth more, so. Yeah. Like, he House did. of a Thousand Corpses is super grindhousey, bro. Like, it's got cuts of, like. And when you finally shit, see Dr. Satan and that's a fucking, yeah. like, per- or, like, that ultraviolet pink strobe light and shit like have oh, you ever man. seen um planet terror and uh fucking what's the other one death death uh what is it death, death proof yes Fuck it. yeah, yeah. Right, so you know the middle skits in the yeah. middle of that movie the like nazi werewolves from hell and shit. she's like basically have you seen any trauma yeah. movie machete? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah machete Machete was a trailer. Because Rob Zombie it actually uh, worked on those little skits in between those films for that. And it's like in that nice. vein, like of We really insane. need to do a Grindhouse episode. But yeah, anyways, Man. let's cut over. 
to Kyle for his number two. We're getting Dude, a little wrong. My number two, fucking classic children of the corn. Fuck Malachi. Ooh. <laughs> Fuck it. Malachi. 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 A ass, like 13 year old that's fucking retardedly tall. Wearing a sweet ass Amish hat. <laughs> <laughs> man, that, man, okay. So whenever I see that kid's face, you know what, what song pops in my head? The little redheaded bitch face? That song by fucking something corporate. If you see Jordan. If you see Jordan, if you see Jordan, he makes me sick. He's a little redheaded bitch. You know? I'm just like, <laughs> All is. I can say. Uh, I'm just like, I see that kid. Oh, All I, can say I hate about him. This movie is if you find yourself in a town with a bunch of creepy kids, look like they're dressed in the 1800s, just start drop kicking them. <laughs> fucking get the fuck I can't out. do that, Kyle. I live in drop Missouri. You That's know like what? a thing. If they're. There I mean, are Amish here. Backpacks, <laughs> dropkick them. <laughs> <laughs> a local man assaults local Amish. No, you know I'm going to get arrested. Just immediately say children of the corn. They'll be like, we understand. <laughs> that kid looks exactly like Malachi. He deserved what was coming to him. You could probably win that court case, honestly. Malachi. I feel like the only other kid that ever deserved this was dressed like Pac-Sun. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, come on. Oh my god, I mean, that movie. About this movie. Like, Everybody's fucking seen it. If you haven't, I don't know where you've been in life. Man, though, like, real talk, it is terrifying because somebody doesn't come take your girl. <laughs> like entire do a porn and burn her ass. Yeah, right. Correct. Like, when do you stop feeling bad about fucking murdering children or I punching mean, like, them in the you face? Know what? They're trying to murder you first, and yeah, there's no reasoning with them. As soon as I get to the town, I mean, I realize you... there's no adults and only kids. You don't even notice. You like go if to it was modern day time, kids in uniforms. <laughs> yeah. like, so like, what's your problem today, sir? It's like little rascals that are stacked <laughs> on top of each other with trench coats. And I'm not. If stashed. it was modern times, it would be yeah, still- with, um, with our what you call it, like uh, Hasidic Jewish beards, <laughs> <laughs> little curls and shit. We're old men. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. If it was a modern movie and you were the only adult to wander into town, as soon as you got into town, that first kid saw you, you would hear these words. You got any games on your phone? (laughs) You got a hotspot? They just kill whoever doesn't have games on their phone. Correct. You have pixel gun. Exactly. (laughs) You have crashing cats. All right, so this is the number one spot, and uh, we discussed the movies a little bit before we like started it's doing the podcast. I said this one's going to be my controversial take. I do have a secondary one if you guys do not accept it, but my number one for being a good crowdsourced Halloween movie is Jurassic Ooh. Park. What? Whoa, my mind's blown. Jurassic right, Park. That is pretty controversial. <laughs> that's it's a because... Halloween movie. <laughs> I literally think Halloween. Oh, we lost Brandini. It is. Oop. 11 20. Cut four. Gerard. 
Halloween's literally the last thing I think of when I think of Jurassic Park. It's a movie to watch. It's a scary movie it's to watch. You know, when I was but a kid, I'll get into it. I, hey, hey, wait, wait. We need to get Brandini. Yeah, don't wait, God, I want to fucking. I just want to rip you a new asshole. Hey, over yeah. This <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry. Brandon's back. We don't even need to edit that. Oh, okay. So, like I said, Jurassic Park group film to watch for oh. Halloween movies. It's a horror, horror. movie. Google horror it. Horror movie. Google it. You're thinking of like modern Jurassic Parks. This movie was initially very suspenseful. It literally I mean, has I, mad I mean, science it. in it. And I it watched it for the fake. first time when I was like probably like seven. And it didn't even scare me then. The only one that did was I can't remember the third one, I think, when the freaking dinosaur eats the dog. That's the second one where it, it yeah, when he's in San Francisco, Francisco or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or yeah, she, not he. No, yeah, Jurassic she. Park, right. Jurassic Park, genuinely suspenseful, genuinely a creature feature. I mean, yeah, if you're going for that, it like, has I'll, everything I'll you want. It you. Like, it is definitely a creature feature with the raptors. It's like, I mean, there is scenes in that that are kind of terrifying. I guess, yeah, when they're hiding from the raptors in the kitchen. Yeah, like that scene. Fucking even the bitter scene, like with the fucking fat Newman say, fuck from Seinfeld. The, what are they called? The Dilaposaurus or whatever. The little fucking Who else is this? Yeah. Yeah. Jackson. The Dilaposaurus. Hold on dude. to your butt. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, dude, yeah. dude, that actually that scene always <laughs> fucked with me when I was little. I won't even lie. Like the arm, the fucking arm, oh, and the scary. fucking thing. That, that was scary. Or dude, the part with the hunter like, where you think the hunter's like a great badass and he's gonna fuck this raptor up. That movie had so many fucking jump scares, like tons of jump scares. All right. Like the raptor coming out of the fucking cords in the fucking room where Samuel L. Jackson got at. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> like I'll give get it to gotten. You. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'll, yeah, we can all but, agree that that was. That's a soft yeah. give. It's a very gentle. It's an honorable choice. But gift. if that's not acceptable, yeah, I always have to convince people of that one that it is in fact a horror movie. It's my philosophical horror movie argument. <laughs> my hipster horror movie argument. but that being said if i'm going to do something more traditional more like worth it i'll cast that aside and i'll do a movie called severance this is also on vrv and i think it's also on amazon prime but imagine the office as a horror movie so it's like the what the what was that fucking shit called the something project manhattan project no that one where they're all like working in that building and then they gotta kill each other Oh, oh, the Belko no. experiment. Yeah, the Belko Imagine... experiment. Yeah. Yeah, not that. Not like that. Imagine if Dunder Mifflin had to go on a fucking product tour of the East Balkans and like crazy fucking back ass backward Estonia, like war criminal country. And then you have this movie. So, like... right, so it's Dwight and Chernobyl. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the Chernobyl Diaries with the white. 
with Dwight. No, it's more like <laughs> war crimes, like war criminal Ooh. fuckers. So it's like, realistic. Like, correct. So it's correct. Like... And it has that same air of humor, that same light air of humor. My favorite scene in the whole goddamn movie is this guy and this chick are arguing about uh, cruel ways to kill somebody. And she's like, uh, the guillotine was a compassionate way to kill somebody. It was painless. He goes, fuck, no, it isn't. It takes your brain three minutes to die when you're decapitated. And she's like, no, it doesn't. That's never been proven. So they get into like a fucking <clears throat> car crash. type. Hello. 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 What and we're back that? with attempt number five. Chocolate Can you hear me boy. clear? Hurt me. Don't hurt me. All right. No, no, no. Choco Sword. Because saving segment thing. I'll just uh, pick up from where I was. So the one of the crazy fucking like war criminal fucks walks up to the dude after they are in this car crash, and he's just kind of like laying on the ground because he's been fucking in a car crash, and he walks up with a machete and cuts off the dude's head. And so the scene is that dude's head just set laying there, but he also sees the blood spurting out of his own stump at the same time, and he kind of gets a smile on his face of like, oh, I was right. This does suck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a great film. Super funny. It has everything you could want. Tits. Uh, the murdering of a proxy office cast, yeah. drugs, mushrooms, traps, thrills, chills, spills, and inappropriate sexual advances. Like, everything you could Ooh. possibly Sounds like a workplace. Gerard's heaven. <laughs> All right. With that, I will send it on over to the immortably classic Brandon Reed. Oh, you're ridiculous. I was like, did the pedestal get any higher? Brandon's sleeping like a baby tonight. (laughs) I know, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I mean, for my number one, it's honestly going to be a But I feel with the actual length of it so far, I feel like it's warranted, especially the time that it's been released in the season. My number one slot is going to be for the Netflix original TV series, Stranger Things. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh hot take. We said movies. <laughs> I was going to do one? this, you son of a bitch. Oh, were you? Broke. Yeah. No, not this well, particular series. Well, I was going to do a series, but you broke bad. Oh, no, fair enough. Fair enough. No, no, no. Then uh, you can edit. No, keep it. Keep, keep it. it. Keep it. You're Brandon. You're immortal and classic. Ridiculous. <laughs> I did two number one, so fuck it. Roll with it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really enjoy the overall presence and like the looming dark vibes and undertones that stranger things itself brings and i feel like it's a very nice fall halloween edition to have to watch and i mean we didn't get anything new this this year and i'm still i'm still watching it i like i'm re-watching it and it's just it's a nice kind of throwback to the eighties, like the, the, the eighties movies and everything. It has a lot of the good 
like kind of older themes. I, I, it's a very good show. It is like its color palette is amazing. Like the colors and like how they like filter what they're shooting is so good. Like super, super good. It's technically beautiful as a like TV show goes and how it's shot. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. And can we like, all agree when that came out, it literally rebirthed 80s nostalgia. Like, oh, it, I, I it did. So. Yeah, I agree with that statement, like 110%. Like, I feel like the movie uh, that just came out, that honorable mention that I just watched, uh, Summer of 84, which is like oh, a pleasure. Yes. yes. It, it, that Love movie that would movie. not have been made if not for Stranger Things, in my opinion. I agree. Super good. Yeah, that's, I actually just watched that like a month ago, and I loved it, dude. <laughs> it is. It is in that vein of like just great '80s, '80s throwback. Yeah, yeah. '80s, 80s was the heaven of horror, bro. '80s uh, like still hasn't seen Stranger Things. Let's call him out, boys. Ooh, Kyle still has yet to watch it. Ooh, poor shame. <laughs> shame him. Everyone shame Kyle Nitzman. Shame Shame. <laughs> the movie, the show actually kind of starts off like a shonen anime. It really, really does. It's like, uh, oh. The Dungeons and Dragons. Correct. Like, yeah. Lays the precursor for the villain, like the, you know, the, like the creature in the beginning. Yeah. That, yep. you know, like, Alludes I don't know, man. It's, it feels like everything you love. Like Brandon said, it's 80s nostalgia. It's like E.T. mixed like, with like. The Goonies. The Goonies. Yeah. Yeah. The Goonies. Yeah. It's, it's a great show. But aside from that, for all points and fairness, uh, other than that, my actual my my other like last pick would have been Hocus Pocus. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Like I'll end with this: nothing needs to be said about Hocus Pocus. Staple point Halloween movie. The only hands movie, down, the only movie where you really think Sarah Jessica Parker's fine as hell. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Her only good part. Her only good part. Yeah, yeah, I completely, yeah, I absolutely. Know that was, I didn't even know that was her until I was way older. So, literally, the goat. Literally, apparently, they're talking about remaking it or some shit. They're doing a second one, actually. Is what I hear. Are they? Yeah, they're doing a sequel, but it's going to be a book. I don't know. Is that even true? See, that's I not what I heard. I heard it's a Disney TV since like 2015 on Facebook. No, like I heard it's actually confirmed now. Like. Like they literally confirmed They'll it never that they're doing like a confirmation. It's not going to go to theaters or anything though, from what I heard. Straight to it's going to be like an old classic Disney movie. That'd be cool. I'd be impressed. All right, I mean, I'd be high pressed to see that. And I don't. There's rumors like, that yeah. uh, what's her face, um, Bette Midler. Well, uh, I know Bette Midler uh, said uh, that she would be interested in doing it again. Ooh, who'd we lose? Gerard. Gerardo. Come back to Rod real quick. I'm just going to pass it right over. I was going to say, I'm looking it up and it's just a bunch of like, I don't know, like, like, yeah, like inquisitors and shit saying they're. It's, yeah, it's rumors it's for sure. Like, but hard like, rumors. It's, it's something, it's like Beetlejuice, man. It's something they've literally thought about for years. You know what I mean? Like, you I know. Honestly, I think know. Beetlejuice is confirmed, though. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah, no, oh, that's what it's saying, though. Like, how long have we heard about Beetlejuice? True. Beetlejuice I get you. Fell through. 
Recently? Again? Yeah. Fuck, no way. Yeah. So sad. Uh, it's that whole thing where people start talking about movies before they get greenlit. Well, yeah, it's like, uh, what's it called? Yeah, that's um, Bill and Ted. That's why you can never believe it until it hits like Comic-Con or something. And Gerard is back. All right. Yeah. Now on to Kenichi for his number one. All right, my new Kenny. Probably my favorite Halloween type movie. And I'm sure all of you guys already know what it is. The late, the great Trick or Treat. And this is not yeah. to be confused with Trick or Treat. I was going to say, are you going with Trick or Treat or Trick or Treat? No, yeah. That's why I said it's not to be confused with Trick or Treat. It's Trick or Which one is an that? R. Is that the anthology or the one with the fucking pumpkin face? That's the It's, it's the anthology. <laughs> yeah, anthology. Okay, okay. Good. Which it's not really truly an anthology because it all technically runs together in the same film. It's not like mini films. Yeah. So basically it's almost like it's just Halloween night in a small town and all this crazy weird shit happens. Here you go. And like it's just journey from journey to journey and like at the end of it it's all connected and blows your mind. Correct. And just like, it's an organ, Kenny. Be careful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of it, they don't stop believing. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, it's one of those films that, like, it's almost like, I wouldn't put it into the same vein as uh, Rocky Horror, but it's definitely got, like, an underground cult following of, like, oh, that's yeah. why the movie okay. exists. Of, like, that movie was in theaters and bombed when it came out. Yeah. And fucking nobody went and saw it nobody cared about it because it came out at a weird time like not on it was a comic it was a comic film that nobody had ever heard of yeah Yeah, it was yeah derived from a graphic novel and uh basically like it just took it like took off underground and people literally revere that movie you know and i mean honestly if you haven't seen it you got to see it like you got anna paquin hot as hell go to any god yes Go to any used media store and pick up the Blu-ray for five dollars. Like it is yeah. well fucking worth it. It is a cult classic. Hit up your severe local. cult classic. And if we're talking about like underground rumors of movies that have like existed of being a sequel, that one has been like in the rumors for years. Of like the guy who made it, Michael Daughtry, has been trying to like make a second one. And I'd watch. I don't know. Recently, I love that film. Recently, I heard. Yeah, recently I heard that there's they're like actually working towards it. So, it's got an underground iconic character, the little kid man. Yeah, like, I always forget his name. Sam. Sam. Yeah, yeah, Sam. yeah. Yeah, and he's got a fucking sucker that has a bite out of it that he kills people with yeah. if you go against Halloween tradition. Yeah, and that's honestly what I love about it. Like the opening scene, the chick's like, "I'm over Halloween." Uh, like being a total bitch, you know, and like they lay down the whole like little lore of if you blow your pumpkin out before midnight on Halloween, there's a curse, you know, and she like is taking down her de- uh, decorations at like 8 p.m. Like they're on a fit being like, oh, I'm just uh, blows out her pumpkin. What kind of horrible well, person does that. She deserves what's going like, on. What kind of person <laughs> takes down decorations the night of the holiday? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you pissed off Sam. You pissed off the Halloween entity. You know, and that's kind of what Sam I love about Hane. it. Like everything, Sam, as Hane. things are going down, like as every little thing is going down in the town, like every little weird, crazy occurrence, Sam is in the background, and you don't—they don't make it like obvious, but you notice it if you're paying attention, yeah. and that's what's crazy about it. it gives it like, a creep factor. 
Yeah. yeah. But with that, I'll finalize. Watch Trick or Treat. Definitely. Do it. Do it. Definitely. So worth. I agree, Kenny. I knew you were going to do that one. That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why I said you guys know my love. Right, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Was, I agree. <laughs> I thought it was that pumpkin head. <laughs> Ooh. I actually had Pumpkinhead on there, but I like realized that I watched that movie a few months ago, and I was like, "Damn, this movie's so cheesy!" Like, yeah. it's hard to. Uh, is that the one where he ends up Blood Wings? Blood Wings. Yeah, it's just it's well, yeah, it's like a, the whole concept is like a pumpkin patch yeah. is like haunted and shit, cursed and because of a family feud. The great it's like Hatfield McCoy shit. Hatfield McCoy yeah, exactly. magic bullshit. Like a pumpkin. fucking crazy. Pumpkin that's like got elephantitis mixed with fucking ET. <laughs> pumpkin demon, <laughs> you know. revenge pumpkin yeah. demon. It's fucking weird. Yeah, like you watch it nowadays and you're like, oh my god. But when you were a kid, you watch that. It's really fucking creepy. Let's be real. It, it it's is. Like it was. Well, it is creepy it's looking. Funny. Let's not deny that the whole movie has got a creepy aesthetic. It's not necessarily the best story, but it definitely no. has the spoop factor. Definitely. But yeah, let's not get sidetracked, boys, and we'll pass it over to Barbarian Kyle. Oh, with his my last, last one, one took a lot of deliberation, and I decided to choose a movie that I saw when I was very young, and thankfully to movie channels and late night television with no one paying attention. It's <laughs> an Andy Warhol classic for Frankenstein. Ooh. I was like I was like 11 years old when I saw that. It was probably the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in my life. Watching Frankenstein fuck a corpse while pulling out its organs. Ooh. Yeah, I still haven't seen that one. I haven't. You've yeah. told me about it before and I've been intrigued. The entire thing is just a mind fuck. It's basically just taking the story of Frankenstein into a super gory, artsy way, but turning Dr. Frankenstein into more of a necrophiliac. And, like, the purpose of him wanting to make a bride was for himself, so he could basically have, uh, to quote Rob Zombie, or he had to quote Rob Zombie, a living dead girl. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, dead girl, honorable mention. That movie Hot fucked take. up. Andy Warhol is Rob Zombie. Andy Warhol is <laughs> fucked up. If you ever seen yeah. Rich Girl and oh, yeah, he's super fucked up. with Edie Sedgwick, you would already know. Man, like the more you describe this movie, the more it sounds like Dead Girl. They probably watched your like Andy Warhol's movie and was like, Yeah, let's do that. It's but instead of like classic. a bride of Frankenstein, uh, let's do a zombie. I was going to say, the classic Andy Warhol. It's like super indie, shot on like a home movie type camera, you know? Oh, yeah. His favorite way to direct it. Yeah, exactly. Probably Super 8, honestly. He really likes Super 8. Yeah. He did. A lot of them are straight cuts. Like, there's like. The movie's just fucking purely fucked up. And with that. I have one honorable mention to make about an anime that's recently running called Muyo Oji's Bureau of Supernatural Investigation. Ooh. And if you ever wanted to watch something that seemed shonen-y but had super creepy fucking ghosts in it, well then this is your thing. It basically... Ah, dude, it's so hard to explain. They're basically like fucking... It's like taking ghost shit into law. 
because it's like prosecute. It's about a prosecutor and his ghosts in order. It's ghosts in order. He's been so fucked up too because it's like they would they basically find these ghosts and they try them for crimes, but like how they try basically the prosecutor just has to find the crime they committed and assign the proper punishment which is usually like raising some kind of guardian from hell to come fucking take it <laughs> that's intense I want to watch that it, that sounds good and like I told you there's that episode where like he definitely like not everyone gets the same punishment like there's some ghosts that are like super fucked up like there's this whole one about this one called the face ripper which basically what like, that like, name evokes <laughs> both understanding of what that ghost does yeah. and terror. She basically <laughs> off and wears their like skin, so she looks like them. Like Whoa. she basically she got like sent down to the deepest part of hell. But then there's also ghosts like this author who just liked to write romantic stories and he died as he was writing his perfect one and he just kept embodying other, like, possessing other authors so he just went to the river Styx, which you basically just float around until you repent and you could go to heaven at that point. I just want to say what a punch in the dick it would be if you could die and still get arrested. Dude, that's such a because there's like the prosecutors, and then they have judges, quote unquote, and like all different kinds of like degrees of these fools. But then you also find out like there's a whole like traitor stuff. Ooh, we lost Brandon. I was gonna say you figure out there's a whole traitor side. It's pretty. It's pretty intense because. They- it's like power without having to give anything. They make a contract with the devil. Sounds intense. It reminds me of an old anime I watched. Dude, it is good because like the ghosts in it are legit, but it plays like a show in anime. So it's like fucking weird in that sense. It reminds me of this anime called uh, Death Parade, where basically kind of similar concept, but like people die at the same time and they go to this place. It's like in between heaven and hell and you have to basically go through like a bunch of games in order to like reach heaven yeah well it's they that the guy decide it's basically like the grim reaper in a sense but he's like he's a he's basically runs this bar that's in between heaven and hell and it makes you play these games in order to like prove what you did in your in your last past life that was like horrible and shit so like one person goes to hell one person goes to heaven and they have to play the game against each other. And, like, it's nuts, dude. But, yeah. That sounds pretty Sorry cool. To get I would watch that. But I would, too. You guys have given me homework. <laughs> yeah, Death Parade, man. It's it's sick. It sounds a lot like what Kyle's saying. Right. Watch Paranormal. Paranormal. Hell, yeah. That boy is a fucking real piece of shit. <laughs> what was that? Can you repeat it? Oh, paranoia agent. Oh, okay. I will check that out. Dude, that boy is legit creepy. Just think like a ten-year-old on rollerblades with a blue hoodie. You never see his eyes. His red hat's always covering it, and he just has a bat-ass baseball bat. That's like golden. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I watched Paranoia. I remember that now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and people start doing it. Yeah, like people start doing it too. Yes, exactly. Like it basically like infects other people. Correct. And like bad boy's creaky as hell, bro. Him just coming rollerblading with that bad bat, coming to bash someone's fucking brains in. Oh man, Psychopath. If you haven't watched it, watch Psychopath. That <laughs> shit is rough. Turned into it is spooky. <laughs> But yeah, that being said, we should probably wrap it. <laughs> yeah, let's definitely wrap it, boys. Put a bow on it. This is more anime. <laughs> well, well, folks, that was a good spooky series of the swordfish dumb. You all go eat a nice chocolate starfish tonight. And join us Whoa. next time. Whoa. <laughs> yes, th- with all of our love here at Chocolate Swordfish, we are signing off. And remember, I don't know what you need to remember. Stay Why would you listen to me? And peace, grease, and chicken wings. Peace.